we've had a consistent start to every podcast, but it's cracking. Oh, no. What is this? Official teaser trailer. The official teaser trailer for Funko Fusion, the new game coming from Universal Studios. It's a game? Yeah. Oof. It Funko makes pop video game. It makes sense because they we're just getting right into it with the real heavy news. Uh, it makes sense because Gears of War had a Funko Pop game. Really? They had a they had Gears of War made a tactics game, but it was all Funko. And it like was a branded mobile, Funko. Yeah, it was like a mobile game. Sorry, but Dewey, you're over here drinking <clears throat> an energy drink that looks like it was designed for by the uh, the United States uh, military. Yeah. Um, I'm drinking a Sprite that looks like uh, that you bought out of the bump and dent. Yeah. At Walmart. Bump and dent. It looks like it fell out of a truck. Those are the best way to get your Sprite. Ain't nothing wrong with a little bump and dent. It's... What's everyone else drinking at the table? Nothing. Water. This Sprite is hitting. What? The, well, do you guys hear another voice? Who could that be? Oh, man. That's just Bob uh, doing Guys, stop. Doing is there a ghost? <laughs> A g- 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 ghost. Hi, I'm Kelsey. Hey, welcome back to the podcast, Kelsey. Look who decided from Twitch to from come back? Twitch. From Twi- our it's, friend Kelsey it's from, from Twitch. Twitch. Kelsey from Twitch. <laughs> our parasocial friend. <laughs> I love your streams. <laughs> Hi, Kelsey. You don't know me. My name's Connor. Do you, re- do you remember like when I donated those bits to you? <laughs> You just said my name. It was so cool. What time I said something? In, yeah, I said something in your chat and you laughed. It was the yeah. best moment of my life. I said you, I said something in your chat and you read it and then you just kept playing the game. That <laughs> was also it was okay. Okay, I donated five hundred dollars in bits and you wrote my name in sharpie on your arm. Wow, it's shining achievement. To write Bob on your arm. <laughs> Why did I get banned from the Discord, the Twitch Discord? Oh, true. <laughs> Did you? Did you? No. I got that just seems like a bunch of stuff they'd have to deal with. <laughs> yeah. I did get banned from S word stuff. You got banned from Yeah, I got banned from uh one of your freak corners. Yeah, one, of your one, freaks. one of my freaks. The uh the I forget the name of it, but they We heard which one of your Jane Goodall us. experiments. Yeah, because I was like I was going through, I was like, damn, they've been quiet lately. I haven't seen them anything pop up new from them, and I searched my Discord list and it's not there. So I guess I got kicked. Wow. You What'd you do? Clocking in. Yeah. I guess I wasn't clocking in. You I wasn't. In. I wasn't proving my support of you other streamers. Tabbing the homies. Got so you tabbed. Got you tabbed, bro. <laughs> you gotta have like a thing you copy and paste into every Twitch stream where it's like, "Hey, good morning." You know, like your your little group has to have a name. So it'd be like the the fucking headshot hustlers. Yeah. Family, check it in. Got you tabbed. Showing support, or like, hey, what's up? I'm gonna play a game, but uh, I'll leave you up, or whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. Does nothing for no, no it anyone. It just looks better, but it doesn't have any actual growth. When your when your chat history is just nothing. fifteen different people <laughs> saying the same thing of got you tab, got you tab, leaving you up while I'm at work. <laughs> uh. No one understands the amount of dedication I put in. I have so many people. I, I could get in trouble at work. <laughs> I could get I could get fired from my job, but I believe in 
the Discord, the community. These are all things that people have said in these discords. That yeah, that, these are all joke. These are inside jokes with us. That's true. These are things I've seen people say on Twitter. So that's crazy. Yeah. God, that's so cool. Uh, speaking of the internet, I did something today. Mm-hmm. Uh, you did a thing. I invested. You in did my, a thing. I invested in my mental health today. Self care. You go to BetterHelp.com. I uh, did you use the flock promo code. My my therapist quit. Oh shit! Because they they just couldn't take how fucking twisted you were. Uh, like your therapist. Like you're like after I'm done a session with you, I have to see a therapist. Like, I thought I thought I could cure anyone, but uh, no. <laughs> I love an idea of a therapist being like, I thought I could cure someone. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I could cure not only just someone but everyone. I thought I could cure everyone. Um. No, my therapist quit. So um, I did. I did the right thing. I did something for my mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanna. I wanna improve me. Mm-hmm. I got YouTube Premium. Yo, <laughs> dude, you're. It's gonna change everything uh, for you. How great is it to click? A, I forget what it's like until I'm so, over at some plebeian's house and they have. So I was watching. Hey. These, I was watching. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I was watching YouTube on my TV. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, Emily goes, do you have YouTube premium? And I was like, no, I should do it. I talk about it all the time. I should just do it. She yeah. Said, yeah, just do it. She's like, can you afford it? I was like, I have a job now. Yeah. So I signed up for the free, you know, first month free Yeah. on my phone. Halfway through the video, I'm in the middle of watching as I sign up for it commercial pops up and i freaked out yeah i was like i just signed up <laughs> refresh the video free, you okay free trial so i backed out of the video went back in the video the commercial was gone Everything yeah it was okay and it felt so good yeah it felt so because it was uh it was a video where it's a very established channel so they have those like breaks where it's just like the flock uh it, channel. there's no, a was, there's a break tucker carlson's youtube thing <laughs> it was jordan peterson sorry Wait, man, I aren't allowed to talk anymore. <laughs> it's Ben Shapiro, okay, dude. Um, no, it has a break for like where they plug in a. The Democrats have breaks. Uh, and I just looked at a black screen for like two seconds, and yeah. then they came back. And dude, there was no commercial. So it was the best feeling. You can also listen to YouTube videos. You can close. You can like dude. lock your phone. I figured. Out, I haven't figured out how, but I do it all the time on accident. Yeah, I've done it before. I used to be able to do it, and then I f- couldn't figure out how to replicate replicate it. The, yeah, there was an old iOS. But there was. I mean, not iOS. There was a, a YouTube update that fixed yeah. the bug that I could use yeah. reliably. Mm. But it still happens every once in a while. I think I have to have. Spotify or something open also. Yeah. And if I'm playing Spotify and I minimize it and go to YouTube and start a video and then like go back to Spotify really quick, (laughs) the YouTube video will still keep playing. Also, similar premium? No. Exactly. See, this is the things you have to jump through all these hoops if you just want to listen to a video. I used to. I need to get back on it because it's it's doing uh, bad mental health me to me also. But also my phone does a thing where uh every third or so phone call that i get mm-hmm. it won't mute whatever audio is playing <laughs> oh so that funny. will be playing during the phone call yeah. also that rules sorry i'm listening to, i can't hear you i'm listening to a youtube <laughs> video right now <laughs> that's neat <clears throat> you got any tech issues you want to talk about Kelsey? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay. Would you ever get YouTube Premium? Hell no. It's so expensive. It's just so worth I don't it. use YouTube enough. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand that. I don't <laughs> I, really love video content. I don't, um, even, I don't even watch that. I don't even watch it most of the time. I listen. Yeah, but like I would rather like watch something, I don't know. Well, like a film? <laughs> yeah. I, no time. YouTube no has time fucked me up so bad that it's hard for me to watch a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like, want to be like that. <laughs> it's too late for me. I don't want to be like I'm that. Lost thing. Cause. I don't care about anyone's reviews of things. Yeah. Like, I... I don't know. Bob's just like that. <laughs> okay, it's not YouTube's fault. Bob's just <laughs> like that. YouTube is only enabling him. Yeah. I think you'd be okay. Oh, it's okay. a pretty pretty hefty price for me. I still love movies and TV shows. But yeah, I probably use YouTube more than any other viewing app. Okay. At uh, yeah. I mean, I'll use it to watch like video games. I don't want to actually play. You don't use it to just watch someone building a mechanical keyboard? No. Or like Those do uh, nothing for me. Or someone uh building a a toaster from scratch. <laughs> That's pretty fun. I will say I probably would maybe watch more things, but I only have one monitor. Uh, so I can't multitask. Oh, I'm on the That's, I'm on That's the TV. also why See, but I could be doing other things with my TV. I guess it is just, it's not a, a universal thing, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if people send me videos, I don't watch them. I just say LOL and hope it was funny. <laughs> Are you younger than all of us? What is, I'm what 28. is that? You're, you're not watching I just, the, I don't the know. soap cutting videos while there's also someone playing that game where the guys like <laughs> run the Aztec. Yeah, the runner. temple run. Or temple run, yeah. I'm... I really like like storytelling. So everything I do in my spare time is like devoted to pursuing, engaging with different fictional stories. Okay. So I feel like when I'm like playing a game, I want to just play a game and focus on just that. Mm -hmm. And if I'm reading something, I want to just read it and just focus on that. And if I'm watching something, I want to just focus on that. It's like, it's kind of like a hyperfixation thing, but very mm -hmm. broadly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that makes sense. I, I I'm, think I'm the same way, but. In between those fixations, I just yeah let it wash over me, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. But then I'll fixate on something like a game or a book, and then I just won't do anything else. Mm -hmm. I have a very like obsessive personality, I think. So whenever I Not am, <laughs> wait, you or me? Whenever I like f find so a new fixation, mm -hmm. I will just hours of youtube yeah. <laughs> were to the point where i'm watching like three hour long lore videos on things that i don't even care about yeah like i spent a, a good two weeks watching war warhammer lore videos yeah i'm never gonna play warhammer yeah. and that's some war <laughs> that's there's a lot <laughs> yeah. my uh my sister's fiance got her into warhammer recently and because uh, he was really into it in high school and he was like, hey, I want to like start playing again. And she's like, yeah, I'll, I'll build an army and we can play. And he's like, all right, sick. And apparently she was telling me, she's like, yeah, he'll be like, hey, do you want to like watch a movie tonight? And she'll be like, yeah, yeah, let's watch a movie. Let me just like grab some something to eat and then we can sit down and watch. She's like, OK, cool, cool. And she's like, I'll come and I'll sit down with my food and I'll look and I'll realize that he's put on a two hour long lore video for Warcraft or yeah, uh, yeah. Warhammer 
And uh, he's like, yeah, it's like as long as a movie. That's a movie. And she's like, this isn't a movie. He's like, no, it's, it's kind of like a movie. It was <laughs> yeah. a story. Yeah. That would make me so angry. <laughs> yeah. Well, who she's would married. Ever do that? Who would ever subject someone to like watching or listening? But to I'm like, I'm, it's not that I don't find value in videos like that. It's just that like, if there's a transcript for it, I would rather just read the transcript. Okay. okay. Hmm. Like, I just, I don't know. I've always been like a fast reader. So I'm like, I can just read this faster than they can tell me this. And then I can move on with my life and do something else. That makes sense. I'm an incredibly slow reader. Me too. But I remember everything I read. Yeah. Oh, I don't. It's, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the worst. <laughs> I read really slow and I retain nothing. <laughs> Unless Don't even bother. I have to really try. And then like sometimes I'll be like, damn, I just read five pages. Don't remember a goddamn thing. I'd like find myself reading and then I'll just be thinking about like everything else in my life. Yeah. That thing I did like 10 years ago. That was really embarrassing. Yeah. And I'll just reflect on that and be like, <laughs> oh shit, I'm reading a book. Um, I've always been envious of people who can read fast. YouTube also rides the the line for me of uh, like there's information on it that you can learn, like legitimately like learn things from. There is like entertainment and then there's also like sheer embarrassment transfer of watching some nerd do something really embarrassing on YouTube. Yeah. Not like fail comps, but like people's vlogs. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And that's your favorite. That's my favorite. Mm -hmm. And I can't, I can't, can we just talk about it for a minute? No, we can't. Cause (laughs) the other day you and I had a discussion. You said, I've been up. We we were going for a bike ride. And you said, man, I'm tired. I said, yeah. You said, yeah, I've been up since two. You're like, I fell asleep at 11 and then I woke up at two and I've been up since. And I was like, dude, do you have like insomnia? Do you have trouble sleeping? You're like, no, I could have gone back to sleep, but there's so much YouTube that I haven't seen. And there's so much <laughs> of the Twitch community that my little Jane Goodall experiments <laughs> that I need to keep up with. I couldn't, I can't sleep because uh, I'm, I'm afraid of missing out. Yes. So what what is it, Bob, in your brain that makes you so fixated on people who you find abhorrent? Is that too strong of a word? That's too strong a word. It's just people that I think are very you're better than. embarrassing. You're better than them. That I think I'm better than in whatever way that they, that may be. That Whether they have bad taste and are flaunting their bad taste or they have bad interests or bad politics and they're flaunting those. Yeah. My, my question is, why are you so fixated on other people instead of just, just focusing on you and what you like? I think I have low self-esteem and, <laughs> and, if, I, and if I monitor other people who I think that I am, if... if <laughs> hold on, hold on. Yeah, she said it! I got him to say it! If, oh, if I can, that's all I wanted to hear. If I can feel better about myself yeah. by watching someone I find... It, incredibly embarrassing yeah then that's just like a little bump of like serotonin for me well this has been a bump of serotonin for me i like cringe comps so that's that but you're i think i like cringe comps but that in my brain in my weird brain yeah that's too low hanging for me i guess i need to find like normal videos for bob (laughs) (laughs) in my joker five mind that's regular youtube i gotta find like more i gotta i gotta find people like like reviewing like uh, a McDonald's Happy Meal toys, yeah, or like you know what I mean. Like, I, I need another layer to you it. Should I start your own circus because <laughs> yeah. like 
carnival freak you'll be the, side the, you'll show. be the freak barker yeah because it used to like years ago it used to be like missing high five comps yeah oh, and man. i would watch those and be like oh i'm getting a good feeling from this yeah. <laughs> and then it's just evolved into like i just like i build up a tolerance to that and i need to keep going deeper and deeper until i find what, you know what, this what makes my like skin to me? crawl do you know what this sounds like to me sounds a lot like an addiction i'm not gonna argue with that and you can get addicted to things that don't kill you but it sounds like it's not good for your health i'm not gonna argue with that i agree with you i can't stop and i won't sleeping, stop sleeping four hours or less a night is not good for you the last couple of nights i've been doing good yeah yeah how much sleep you get midnight ish up at five ish you need six or more that's almost six and I'm not drinking coffee. You need so six or more to function. It's basically seven. Not drinking coffee is like getting two hours of sleep, right? Nope. No. <laughs> nope. <sighs> this is so sweet. I don't drink soda. Yes, yeah, Sprite's not good. My teeth hurt. Yeah, I can't finish this. It's not good. Thank you for the the, the uh, discount. Yeah. Uh, damaged seltzer, but I can't. The cookout seltzer. You got that at cookout? Yeah. They said, hey, Dewey. They're like, yo, Trey Pup, Trey Nug. Where you been? You haven't come to work in I'll be like, 10 gonna, years. Yeah, I'm going to shoot my manager with a gun. <laughs> and they're going to say, what? And then I'm going to produce a firearm and I'm going to go to jail for murder. What's up, Guts? <laughs> Guts decided he was uh, going to hang buddy. out now. Guts oh. said, this is relevant to me now. <laughs> What's up, Kelsey? What's up, Kelsey? Not, What's up, Kelsey? Not much. What's up with y'all? I've heard you come to uh, help spread the good word. Yeah. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Do you want Bob and I to just step out for this? <laughs> well, hold on. Can I go first real quick? Sure. I've been playing the hell out of GTA, GTA. 5. Yeah, I heard. Why? Story mode. Story mode. Okay. Because uh, I never finished it. And I started playing Red Dead and I was like, okay. I like this, but there's too many horses. Mm-hmm. Not enough dirt bikes. <laughs> not enough dirt. Not enough dirt bikes. <laughs> Wrong so, kind of guns. So I fired up ye old GTA Five, and I love it. You know, I have heard that you really like GTA Five. <laughs> to no one's surprise, was it? I'm like a 13 year old. All I do is watch YouTube and <laughs> and play GTA. <laughs> if you do what you love, if you work doing what you love, you never. It's not really work. Stay young. That's what I always say. Um, You're right. <laughs> I will yeah. say the game looks bad. Yeah. I well, re- how old is it? 10 years old. Yeah. yeah. I remember it looking a lot better. Well, I remember Mario 64 looking real fucking good <laughs> in 1990 whenever. The problem is you need to play it on a CRTV so it looks <laughs> real muddy, but also smooths out. I will. Uh, also, the, the social commentary mm-hmm. is feels extremely dated. Yeah, for sure. What, what's the social commentary? <clears throat> I mean, all of their like their political and social commentary in in those games, like uh, all Grand Theft Auto games, have it. And I guess maybe because this one's the most recent, it feels the most dated. What What's the message? It's it's all commentary on like pop culture or uh, like <clears throat> politics of the era. Vice City was set in the 80s, so there was a lot of like Reagan era, like political and social commentary. But five is it's a lot of like tech 
because like Silicon Valley was was very big in mm-hmm. the 2010s. So there's a lot of like tech bro kind of commentary and um, that stuff has not aged well. Not in like a it's offensive way, but just in a like well, some these jokes are probably find it offensive. Very tired. I see people bullying uh, Elon Musk on Twitter all the time, and maybe we shouldn't bully tech <laughs> people quite so much. Yes, sir. Sorry, sir. No, Remember yeah, when I, he made the Doge? Remember <laughs> when he made the Doge come up when you went to Twitter? That was so funny. Two days after April Fool's Day. It's so funny. <laughs> He's a he's a cool guy. Bob, have you ever you played a Saints hung. Row? No. Okay. I've only played Saints Row. I've never played GTA. And I've also only played the third one, but I played it when I was 14. Yeah. And then the remaster came out. Probably the right out. age to play yeah. it. <laughs> the remaster came out and I started it and I haven't gotten very far just because I was like I want to play a game that I haven't played before. Um but I feel like it's like it could be. It could be fun. Saints Row. Yeah, From you can my, play with a zombie voice. Like it's like very stupid humor, but yeah. it's, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the my impression of Saints Row is all of the like if they only did the toilet humor in the GTA games. Yeah, that would be like the Saints Row is just like all of the silly weapons and all of the the silly humor just condensed into a game. Mm-hmm. The only thing I know about those the mini games, games are fun. Is um what Jeff Gersman was talking about or has talked about before where there used to be a restaurant called Freckled Bitches. In Saints Row. Fre- yeah, called Freckled Bitch or something like that. <laughs> and in the newest game they like rebranded it to FB. Oh. Oh, and that one that just came out. Yeah, and people at first were like wow, they're censoring it blah 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 and then he was like, "No, this is like a really good comment. Like this is like a this would happen in the real world. Like Kentucky Fried Chicken changed their name to KFC because fried was in the name. Oh. Like why would not? Why would in like this day and age, would a place called Freckled Bitches be rebranded FB? Yeah, that's good. There's that's a part where you play as a toilet, and it just didn't get old. Like doing the like running and diving through a windshield to steal a car from someone as a toilet was just like it. What else do you do? Yeah. Well, what else do you need in a game? Boy, if I could roll. Uh, next next thing. But GTA Five, I will, I will go on record saying still good. Wow. Despite story mode, despite it looking bad, despite them doing more or less no, uh, what do you call it? No, they're not continuing anything. Like all of their efforts have gone into online. Yeah. They're not doing any DLC for story mode. They're not. Of course not. No. No updates. They're not fixing <laughs> bugs. Um, so it definitely has all of the same problems it had at launch. Sick. Uh, they could, I mean, they could have patched in so many things. Who are they? Nintendo? I mean, <laughs> there was a good, what, eight or nine years where GTA Online was just the most popular yeah. thing on the internet. I'm sure it's probably still is. Probably. I've, I've recently watched some of those like GTA RPG. Yeah. Oh, the RP servers? Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I've seen a, f- a few come up on my feed of like the guy who's like RPing as a cop. Those are crazy. There's a guy who RPs as a serial killer and those are cool. Oh, okay. I watched, I just watched the ones that where they RP as like gangsters and they just 
Like, eh, what are you saying? Eh? Like that? I, I no. want to watch somebody just be like a gas station clerk. Oh, no, <laughs> for, no. These guys. 20 hours. These guys RP like they're living out lyrics to rap songs. <clears throat> yeah. And cool. they just seemingly all they, they have. First of all. She got a big booty, so I call her big booty. Like those ones? Or? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. And they have 50,000 people watching on Twitch. And they have the chat on screen and it's just scrolling a yeah. mile a minute. Um, and all they do is just like meet up somewhere and just yell at each other. And then some sometimes someone will pull out a gun and like shoot someone and then everyone runs away. It's I don't I don't understand it. I guess yeah. these people are like maybe they're celebrities outside of role playing GTA, but it's like nonsense. Like they don't they're not doing anything interesting. Yeah. They're just like meeting up and then arguing with each other. And then sometimes someone gets shot and then they all run away <laughs> and regroup and try to get revenge on the person who got shot. Damn. And there's so many thousands of people watching it. But yeah, that's all I have. GTA is good. You know, it's, you know, it's not a video game that I did that has to do with video games. <clears throat> Guess the dot game. Oh, yeah. Is a game I played on stream. It. Oh, yes. Uh, that was introduced to me from a friend of the show, Gamer Gab, and is like, hey, you, hey, you guys know Wordle? Well, I don't know much about words, but what I do know about is video games. So what this game is, is they're now up to number game 100 and, oh, sorry, 352, and it is a game where they give you a screenshot, and then you have to guess the game off of the screenshot. And then as you progress, uh, or if you if you guess and you get something wrong, then they show you another screenshot, and they progressively show more of the game. Uh, and they also let me go check the little blurbs because they give like a, the first one is just a screenshot, the next one will be uh, a, another screenshot that is a little bit more descriptive. Sometimes it depends. I don't know. Sometimes it just looks like more a uh, grass or like tr- a tree, and then like more grass or a tree. Another thing they do is they'll add a little, a little text box in the corner that yeah. I think the first one is the console that it came it's out on. It's Metacritic. Or Metacritic. It, do a, it does Metacritic, or um, then it does the original platform, then it does the genre, then it does the release date, and then the very last one will be a, the developer. And a lot of times it'll also be like a GIF for the last one. Okay. So it's you can like see someone kind of playing the game. And it is super fun, especially when you're playing with a bunch of people. Um, and I'll probably be doing that, doing that tomorrow, too. It's not surprising now that you say that Gab was the one who told you about this. Yeah. Because Gab, Gab was, was like really fucking good. pulling out answers of like games I hadn't thought of in 10 years. Yeah. And like, oh, this, that's what it is. And it's like, holy shit. I mean, there's the one that I posted in our server was from Star Wars Battlefield Battlefront like on GameCube, I think. Yeah. Um, and that one was just insane because it was just a loading screen. <laughs> and uh, I was like looking at it and I was like, I know this loading screen. And I was like, is this like Star Wars? I put in the, the thing. It's cool because you can start typing it and then it has like a list of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it makes it way easier. But uh, I got that one in one guess just looking at the loading screen <laughs> and it was just like a brain blast of like, holy shit. I remember playing this at like a friend's house in middle school. 
and uh it, there's a lot of just those so some of them are easier than others and like are recent but a lot of them are the ones that are the, the hard ones are like pc only sim builders and stuff like that that i just have never even touched um oh yeah what were you about to say oh do you <clears throat> do you guys remember when i had my wordle bit in the group chat where every day when people would send their wordle i would just send my results but they were all every word. I didn't get a single letter right. Oh, no, that's really funny though. <laughs> and people would be like, how? Uh, how did how did you guess five or six, however many yeah. guesses you, six guesses, and you didn't get a single letter? I was like, I don't know, man. I guess I'm just dumb. What did you guess? Just Z Z Z or something like that? Well, I would I would play it for real. Yeah. And then I would figure out what letters weren't in the word at all. Yeah. And then I would just guess a word that had all those letters in it every time. That's funny. And just send that screenshot. That's tight. I feel like Kurt was getting really upset. He was like, yeah. dude, what is going on? <laughs> that sounds, that and Coleman's sounds... like, is this a bit? And I'm like, guys, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what to do. Help. That's funny. Uh, yeah. That's been super fun. I'm going to play some cool. more of that. Uh, because if I don't get it, then someone in the chat usually does. Unless it's something just crazy out there. Again. There, there'll be games from. It's it's oh it's always PC games that are like RTS games or simulators, building games, and I've just there's some that I've just never heard of before. Love story of three kingdoms or whatever. <laughs> yeah, something like that. But other than that, it's been really fun. There's been some really oh the, the my my favorite one was the I've literally never played deep rock galactic but i guessed it first try just because i was like this art style looks familiar and this looks like it's underground and that looks like something that would be deep rock galactic and i got it and i was just like holy shit very distinct art style yeah so i've been doing that we're gonna what else do you want do you want to do your thing and then or do we want to do do people can skip to the next episode do we want to do ours and then we can sandwich it I mean, you're like do you the, want people to finish the episode? Yeah, you're like the headliner. Everyone will stay around. No, they won't. I think so. I don't. I didn't play any video games this week. You mean you played a lot of video games, and after one, we're done talking about Xenoblade, you'll be able to talk about yours, right? Sure. Yeah. All right, Kelsey. Take it away. No, you take it away. No, you take Oh, fine. <laughs> um, so we both played and beat the story DLC for Xenoblade Chronicles 3. The DLC is titled Future Redeemed, <sighs> Future Redeemed. Um, which is cool because the DLC for the first game was called Future Connected. So how much of it? Do you want to read, for- the, read the ending spoiler? No, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. It turns don't out do that. that. <laughs> People who are listening to this should not read into anything and just start at Xenoblade 1. Yeah, just play the game. Ryan actually. was the king the whole time, but nobody knew. <laughs> he was wearing a disguise. Um, right. I know the Ryan. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was a DLC that was a prologue. Um, to to Xenoblade to Chronicles Xenoblade 3. Chronicles three. I don't. How much can I talk about it without spoiling anything? You can talk about as much as you want to. Help me out here. You you explain it. You're better explaining. It's the, the big. Games. It's 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 all of what leads up to 
if if you've been paying attention at all or like have any inkling of like an idea of what's going on in the story you've seen enough to know that like the protagonists from one and two are in this dlc and so and they're not in three no okay um, there's a bunch of stuff in three that hit, uh, it also, if, if you are interested in this game at all, eventually before you even play three, you're going to realize that if you see the trailer for three, there's a bunch of things that are in one and two, basically it, going to three. And I've talked about it before is that three is the combination. What, what looks like in the overworld of one and two, like local locales in those like areas and like both those worlds like smashed together. Mm. So there's something going on here. But, and there's been hints to the main protagonist of Alpha. one and two. No. Nile? No. Panacea? No. Linka? That's from Zelda. <laughs> Riku? No. <laughs> Z? Zed. Zed? They call them Zed because they're British. They're British. How could, they British. Have, how could they have names like Shulk and Glimmer and then Matthew? Like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> really funny. Matthew's a, a, a Bible guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the DLC, there's a point in three where you go to a city and there is a bit of lore where, um, so there's a point in three where you go to a city and there's a little bit of uh, some, some environmental storytelling. Uh. Where, a skeleton But you see there's some statues of the founders of the city um, and the statues tell you that this, there was once another city that got destroyed by Mobius. Main bad guys. The main bad from, guys. From Matrix? Yeah. Damn. No, from the Marvel. Yeah, Mo- yeah Marvel Mobius. They'd, they'd be Morbin in that yeah, game. Yeah, they're Morbing. Jared Leto. Morbius. You talking about Morbius? (laughs) But so these founders like rebuilt the city basically. So they're considered the founders because it's a new city. And the DLC is about them before they rebuilt the city. Mm -hmm. Um, So it'll be like, you know, there's like, there's just statues of every character who's in this DLC. And it's about, it's immediately after the original city's destroyed. And Matthew, who is the main character of the DLC, is looking for his sister. Yeah. Oh, you mean Matt? Yeah, Matt's looking for his sister. No, he only <laughs> goes by Matthew. And he he also, told me to call him Matt. He also sounds insane. He sounds like Tommy Wiseau was doing his best British impersonation. Yeah. He sounds like... So he, he sounds cool. Yeah. He sounds like a British person that's been corrupted. <laughs> So, or like so I don't a British person, a Welsh person. <laughs> he, he's like he's like it's kind of British, but also have you guys ever heard Waka from uh, Final Fantasy X? The guy's like, "Hey, brother," he literally uh, talks yeah. like that. No, okay, That's Chet Hanks. No, <laughs> he's he's like Mediterranean dude, but he has the most insane accent, and he sounds like that but british kind of i must be some kind of genius yeah he sounds crazy what? yeah like yeah. insane huh. it's like funny yeah <laughs> it like makes sense for his character to talk yeah. like because he's a he's like but his sister doesn't talk like that which no. is funny <laughs> simbo or his uh sister that has just a regular like kind of 
grim, proper British accent. Mm. And he just sounds like a washed out idiot. But yeah, so the city's destroyed. His sister's gone. His grandfather was killed by one of the Mobius. Bad boys. Yeah, bad boys. Um, and well, Mobius is part vampire. Yeah, he's a vampire, right? <laughs> yeah, he's a vampire. Um, so he's looking for his sister and also looking to take revenge on the dude who killed his grandfather. Um, Would you ever take revenge on the person who killed your grandfather? Uh, probably I never met my grandfather yeah, on my dad's side and my mom's dad died when I was like two. Oh damn yeah but and he was a, just a grumpy old man muttering in Slovenian in the corner of the room so I didn't really get to know him very well could be, but but probably no if he was killed by someone would you I'd be like damn take I wonder what he did to piss that person <laughs> off he was an asshole yeah I don't think I could take revenge sorry Kelsey go on that's okay um I don't know how much how much should I You can just go. But what if they want to what if y'all want to play? They don't want to play. I'm it. not gonna it's <laughs> if you're listening and you want to play this DLC and you don't want it spoiled, uh skip ahead. If you don't want to spoil actually actual hundred hundreds of hours of really good storytelling, some of the best uh video game storytelling or just storytelling in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um maybe I can set a timer. I don't know. <laughs> hey, honestly, if you haven't played Xenoblade at this point, listening to this podcast, then You're an this, idiot. this is your this is your problem because I've been talking about it for like three years now. So let's just talk about it. All right. And um, by let's, I mean you talk about it. Please don't make me. Tell I'll just the whole thing. I'll, I'll just add in a little bit there. Okay. There. Um. So he goes to find his sister. Um. He's tra- he has a traveling companion because. There was an explosion, big explosion when the city fell and uh, his traveling companion like found him unconscious and basically kind of nursed him back to health. Her name is A. Um, <sighs> a lot of characters with just letters. Yeah, the they like doing that. I would that. love to be nursed back to health. Me too. You doesn't need that, to be nursed back to health. Doesn't that sound so good? I'm just trying to be nursed. You, I, let we, me nurse we you We gotta change the topic. <laughs> I would love to be get on this I would love to be in a in a sick bed Bob or whatever. Bob wants to be on a mat on the floor with bandage like in and out of consciousness wrapped across his torso. One one bandage over the eye, a towel over his forehead, moaning, and just someone bring me food every once in a while. Oh, I would love that. Um, Bob, you might have a kink. It's not sexual. I just it doesn't have to. I'm be. feeling so lazy. <laughs> and tired. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to not have to think or do anything. Yeah, he meets up with this character named A. Um, and basically, they end up kind of traveling around while they're searching for Matthew's sister and the Mobius who killed his grandfather. They travel around and they free other colonies from their flame clocks, which is kind of the the. I don't want to say binding contract, but it's basically this apparatus that forces them to fight and kill each other. Yeah. Because when they take a life with the flame clock, the other per- the person who they kills, life force fills the clock and allows them to live longer. Yeah. Up to ten years. So it's kind of like doggy dog. Brother, dog. what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like joining the military to pay for college. Yeah. Yeah. And, and their like, whole what's the point? And all of these so- societies are like. Or all these like colonies, basically, they're basically been told like, fight for twelve years. Ten. 
10 years. You said 12 a second ago. No. Okay. I said 10. 10. It was oh, always 10. We're making that number up, Dewey. <laughs> Don't gaslight Sorry. me. Sorry. <laughs> crazy right now, Dewey. <laughs> 10 years. You have 10 years to live, and then if you make it to the end of your term, they call it, then you are sent off uh, in this... Big ceremony. Cer- yeah, ceremony that happens, and then... You meet the queen. Yeah. It's like, it's like the idea is that like everyone's trying to return to the queen. Yeah. It's like... I don't know. They're they're like we're born from the queen and to the queen we return when we die. Um so they're freeing the soldiers from the flame clocks and fighting Mobius along the way and they've kind of been dumped like Mobius hunters at this point um cuz I guess off screen prior to the game they've clashed with a lot of them and they fight now. I should also explain that this is two warring Fashions called Kevis and Agnes, and they're fighting against each other. They've been fighting for so long that they forget why they've been fighting, basically. Mm-hmm. And Mobius are these people that control the heads of each colony, basically. Or they're, they're, they're like, hey, I'm your commander that you answer to, and everyone in this colony answers to. Mm-hmm. And as you play the normal game, you start realizing Mobius is like pulling the strings from behind the scenes and also... On both sides. On both sides. And they're all in cahoots. Mm. So this is why it goes back to Xenogears. If you guys played any of Xenogears, there's a lot of like... Oh, I played Xenogears. There's a lot of like... It's the same thing with Xenogears. There's these two factions that have been fighting. And every time one starts losing, this mysterious faction comes in and like helps them. And then somehow they're able to like fight back more. And they've been fighting for so long, they don't really remember why. Like those two families in West Virginia. Yeah. The, The whites and the the other ones yeah what you know the two families and never mind there's a show about it the um, wild... Hatfields and McCoys yeah that one but uh, the one in Xenogears sure. also has really similar names it's Ave and Kevis Kevis no wait is Kevis no Kevin. Kevis is the Kevin one in three isn't it yeah yeah I Kevis and Agnes dude, I get, there's they're so similar like it's very on the nose that it's a reference to that yeah. um but so they're freeing colonies from the flame clocks because what Mobius is doing by pulling the strings is that they end up stealing their the colonies they control, they steal their life force from the flame clocks. Yeah. And that's really why they're being forced to fill it. So by freeing the soldiers from that, they no longer have to serve Mobius and they no longer have to fight in this like meaningless war. Yeah. Um and when they when Matthew and A encounter two fighting colonies, they free them from their flame clocks, and that has two of the other protagonists in the party, Glimmer and Nickel. Mm-hmm. And they free them, <laughs> and they're both like, why'd you do that? I don't understand. Um, and the Mobius, who is their commander, like has this big whole thing you fight him and then Shulk and Rex show up because they're also working as liberators from Mobius um, and basically like gathering city survivors and just building a force to fight against Mobius Um, so you join up with them who is Mobius mad at Uh, they just want to keep this this going yeah what do they what do they get from that immortality Uh, immortality but also like everything stays the same so it's a weird trade-off but they get to live forever. And they're feasibly. all they're all basically fighting for this character named Zed. Yeah. Who's like the main big bad. Mm-hmm. Who was vibe? born from all of the <laughs> What's Zed's vibe? 
Uh, he's just a bad guy who watches stuff in like a movie theater. <laughs> movie theater. <laughs> Damn, he's just o- like old me. timey movie theater, <laughs> which is like another callback to Xeno Gears because there's parts where you're like, the the your id is watching movie like movies of like your past and stuff like that. Damn. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you you meet up with them, you find out your sister got taken by Alpha. Um. Would you like to explain Alpha? Alpha is the one of the guys from Xenoblade One. Alpha is the little robot from <laughs> Power Rangers who lives in. Ay, 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 Zordon! <laughs> yeah, that one. Yes. Head shaped like a UFO. Yeah. But little arms mm-hmm. also, and um. just the juiciest <laughs> little ass you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it, I, I don't know if I want to. I don't know nah, if basically, I explain the entire DLC. The, basically, the rest of the story is like Matthew trying to get people from the colonies, or like freeing people, or bringing in people who have gotten rid of their flame cock and used to be in the old city, and getting them together to start this new city. Okay. Mm-hmm. And along the way, running into basically this god that's like, uh, everyone here wants to just cut, like live forever in this world and that's unnatural so I'm going to destroy it and they're all like I think it was more that he was disgusted by like the war itself yeah because like his whole thing at the end of one was that he was like everyone I see a future where everyone walks together hand in hand and then he was just like oh everyone's just killing each other yeah (laughs) there's also it's also like this character comes back and you know what just read a synopsis because it's gonna if I tell you this guy's a this human being looking guy is a supercomputer from our <laughs> world it's gonna be it's gonna not make sense to anyone okay. <laughs> but basically the end of this game ties in all three games as well as hints at how it's connected to Z, not even hints at it just like names a ship that's in Xeno Gears and then talks about Stuff that happened in Xeno Saga, which was the three games that were released on PS2. Uh-huh. And then I think also has a reference to uh, Xenoblade X. So what you're saying is, uh, having never played any of these games, I should just play the DLC and I'll love it and get it. No, you will, you will be like, <laughs> there. there's, again, if you're listening to this and you ever wanted to play Xenoblade, then fuck you because you should have done it by now. So I'll just say, it gets to a point where it, it, it Again, we've both put in like hundreds of hours. It's like one of the greatest stories I've ever experienced. And it has a really good payoff. Yeah, I that was the like main point I wanted to make was I've never played a video game series where I've experienced so much emotional payoff mm-hmm. for playing all of the games. Yeah. Like you are rewarded for playing all of the games. Yeah. With this DLC, like um, Glimmer and Nickel... I mean, everyone knew when they got announced, but like they're very clearly Shulk and Rex's children. Mm -hmm. Um, And they don't know because they were born into this cycle. Yeah. And um, spoiler reasons, I won't explain why Shulk and Rex know they're their kids. But um, I don't know. I mean, I had this whole thing I wanted to say and I'm blanking on it now. (laughs) I will say that this all also goes back to the reason this, this spans and it has such a good payoff is because in Xeno Gears, Gears kind of has this, but Xeno Gears, again, I've talked about it before, it's like the most ambitious game ever. It was like part five in a six part series. 
yeah. that just never got to do more. And then Xenosaga kind of picked up where they left off. But this game makes the timeline line up in the way that like the main story that you are watching is that basically one day us on uh, us on earth found this monolith that was able to yeah (laughs) they call it different things they call the zohar they call it the conduit the conduit they call it the the what's the other one Never mind. <laughs> um, they basically find this thing that is a, a, basically a supercomputer but has the power and gives us the ability to jump years into the future in terms of our technology and so we take that and then we go into this we send out spaceships and we f- go to different worlds and basically by the end of this game it's like all of those worlds that we went on explored we're like okay this was like the the spaceship Philadelphia, which is mentioned in Xeno Gears, and there's something over here that talked about Xeno Saga, and it ties it all into like one story in a really cool way. Okay. But the main story of this one is that someone basically used this supercomputer and became God. It was just like I'm going to create a new universe, and when he did that, he left. Well, he did it. The interesting point is that he did it by accident. Mm-hmm. Damn, I hate when that happens. He basically made two. He took our world and like split it in two. And so three. So that's Xenoblade one. And then Xenoblade two is like this, this, the actual world that he left behind. And now Xenoblade three is these. Basically, the idea of Xenoblade three is that these two worlds just want to come back together. And instead of uh, letting that happen, the, the protagonists of one and two try to make this like supercomputer to like upload themselves to et cetera, et cetera. I have go on, go on. Is is this story do you think being retconned? Or yes. do you think the whole thing that was, no. has, was written out years ago? Okay. This Be- has been his like retelling of Xenogears. Like this yeah. has been the director has like did you talked about perfect works before yeah. I I can show the book again. <laughs> So the director, when he made Xenogear, since it was unfinished, he compiled like insane amounts of lore and artwork that he couldn't get into the game because it was unfinished. Mm. And he compiled it into this art book called Perfect Works that just like expanded on a bunch of stuff in way more detail than he was able to in the game. And a lot of the ideas in Perfect Works he's basically been retelling in the Xenoblade series. And like with the conclusion of this DLC has been the end of him retelling perfect work. So it's also this kind of cool meta thing going on, which is something I always really like, where like this has been a send off to his fixation on retelling perfect works too. And that's something that um, I saw, I couldn't find the actual interview, but like he's talked about how um, the villains in the game called like their quest to to keep like to keep maintaining this war and keep maintaining the single moment, the endless now. You find out in the game like this, all of this has taken place in like it's basically a moment frozen in time. So they're mm-hmm. basically trying to prolong this moment frozen in time. And um like he's talked about how he's had his own endless now with perfect works. 
and that that you know the end of the game and kind of breaking that cycle is him also like being like I'm moving on from this like it's you know it's it's really cool because at the end of the DLC they also got the singer who sang the credit song for Xenogears to sing the credit song for this and the whole like all the lyrics are like okay like we're gonna move on like I feel the same way as you but Mm -hmm. like it's time to walk through that door and like see what's on the other side yeah um and she's she hasn't done like any other like notable like video game songs or anything like that yeah i think she did one for xeno saga but like it's still like it came very full circle and i love stuff like that like i love the evangelion rebuild movies like the goodbye all of evangelion like i just i love like meta stuff like that um but yeah i mean i don't know i as a as a lifetime kingdom hearts fan yeah. this absolutely shits on it <laughs> yeah. i think um it's just funny because nomura does a lot of, like has been doing the same thing with his fixation on retelling versus 13 yeah. final fantasy that's the creator of kingdom hearts and stuff like that um mm-hmm. and he's basically started using kingdom hearts to tell his story of versus 13 because yeah. it got scrapped by square enix and they made a different game instead of versus 13 so he's now just like okay i'm just gonna tell i'm just gonna tell in this different franchise (laughs) but i think that the director of xenoblade has done sort of a similar idea in a much more tasteful way yeah and i know i came on here before and said i didn't love xenogears when i watched the movie version but the only reason i really say that is because i think since he's directed so many games since and worked on so many games since, I think three has shown a lot of his like maturity in his writing and his direction. I just think it, it just his, his, the skills and experience he's gained retelling the story so many times, um, has made three like a real like masterwork to me. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think if he were to have the opportunity to go back and do Xenogears, I think it would be really good. Yeah. It just was very old. <laughs> yeah. L- learning about Xenogears more is also really cool because he was he was like, I want to make my own game. And they're basically like, okay, but here's all these like new people who have never made a game before. So that's why it's like it ended up the way it did because it was overly ambitious with people who this was his first time directing a game. These were all people who had never... It was also like the beginning of PS1, so like yeah. they don't know anything about 3D graphics. They're learning right, like right. that shit. Um, but yeah, it's not only like a really good story, but piecing it all together and making it all like one yeah. cohesive story. And I, th- I just think the writing is really good for a jrpg like there are some really good jrpgs but Mm -hmm. xenoblade is like way up here yeah in comparison to even ones that i've really enjoyed um there's like i think using shulk and rex in the dlc was very impactful um and also like representing that this is a departure from that story and I know he said he's going to make more games they're just not going to be this particular saga of the guy who split the worlds into yeah. um, still in Xeno game universe. I don't know. I yeah, I don't know if it's gonna have the same cast. At, I don't know. Spoilers for the end of again years upon years of this game, but at the end of this DLC, the worlds are brought together, and 
back to normal. Yeah, it's Earth again, and then you see present day Earth. I would guess so. Or it's like in Xeno Saga, it's the year is twenty XX when they find the conduit, the the thing that basically thrusts you. Sorry, <laughs> thrusts humanity into the okay, future. I don't want to talk. <laughs> um, so I assume it's somewhere around there. Yeah, and there's a you see a light falling to Earth, and they don't it does you don't know what it is, but a lot of people have speculated that it's going to lead to Xeno Saga in some way. Um, but it's hard to say. We don't know anything yet. But huh. this game made me feel. This game made me feel how I wanted to feel when I played Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah. For a series with a similar amount of mainline games as well as spin-off games, um, I did not did not feel how I felt playing Kingdom Hearts three. three. I yeah. felt much better playing Xenoblade. <laughs> um, but it's I the only thing I will say is that you can't ever let those two directors meet. Yeah. They'll they'll play some crazy 4D chess. <laughs> But it's, I don't know, it's like, it's so hard to explain it without spoiling, like, so, mu so much of what makes it great is spoilers. Yeah. Um, but I think that he took a really ambitious game 25 years ago and has retold it in a way that is really impactful, is much more concise and clear in what he's actually trying to get at. Because I think part of the issue with Xenogears was bad translation. Yeah, it was translated by one dude. Yeah, and a lot <laughs> and of it was Australian. wrong. <laughs> and a lot of like info dumping that kind of got really overwhelming. Mm -hmm. um, and I just think that he told a lot of his same ideas the same way in these games, but he did a lot better to, for me personally. Mm -hmm. But there's some really cool stuff. Like there's a lot of questions of like who who gets to decide the future and why why do we get to decide our future? Um, is it is it up to us to decide for everybody? Uh, a lot of concepts of death and rebirth. Um, number one wife yeah. guy. Number one mm. wife guy. <laughs> Most importantly, number yeah. one wife guy. Um, but I don't know. I think that if someone is looking for a really good story-based game, like it doesn't get better than Xenoblade. Nah. I Had you told me a year ago I'd be obsessed with this series, I'd have been like, no. <laughs> Would you say you're? I'm Xeno pilled. Hashtag Xeno yeah. pilled. <laughs> the Xeno army. We're, our numbers are few, but we're growing. I mean, we're coming for you. I would love to get wrapped up in a story, but I just I could not. I tried playing two, and it. Oh, that's yeah. It was a. It offended me. Well, see, the, here's the thing about two. I'm a two apologist. I think two is better than one. I think two front loads it's anime bullshit and then yeah. the farther you go into it like past a few hours like a few hours ten, a few tens of hours <laughs> you are, are you get like the full story okay. and understand and again that's like when they were like uh, let's bring in this dude who writes for anime to like write some of these like yeah and it's interactions three's not like that no um, I talked about that when I talked yeah. about three. Is that it's like only two was really heavy on the anime yeah. tropes like that. Okay. But I think it would be worth playing the definitive edition of one because that story was a lot more mature. Okay. It was darker. I'm open to it. I didn't like, I did. I wasn't a fan of the gameplay into like the combat. Yeah. I wasn't a fan of that. And then the, how anime it was. 
stacked on top of that was just yeah. like I will say the gameplay in one it. isn't much different. No, um, it's still that like MMO. Kind yeah, of thing. I don't like that. I don't like you it. D- don't like it. <laughs> I know you like Xenogears gameplay. Because it was turn based, more or less. You should try Xenosaga. I feel okay. like I feel like the gameplay in one almost feels turn based since it's like yeah. timed. The attacks reload over time. I like eat you that. Recharge sh- them. I eat that shit. I up, I can though. handle. I can handle that, but the quippy dialogue happening oh, constantly during those combat things was just like, I'm either you mute this in, or like I played one in Japanese, so like it didn't register because okay, yeah. I don't I don't speak it, so okay. it was just like sound to me. <laughs> Maybe I should do that then. Uh, um, there's a there's a character in uh, well it's Rex from Xenoblade Two, and he's in three, and he's just broken. He's got this thing where like. Xenoblade has the thing where as you attack, you build up your specials and then you can use your specials. His He has an attack that I think charges when he crits. And if you give him the right amount of items, he can just crit almost every single hit. And his his regular attack hits twice, his like auto attack. So I would do this thing where I do an art and then it would hit enough to fill the art back up again. And then I could just hit it again. And then he'd do the attack, and then I just hit it again. So he would just go rolling smash, rolling smash, rolling smash. And by the like third time he did it, he just stopped saying it because like because <laughs> it was just like it just broke the game basically. Uh, it, it was crazy. Like if anyone's familiar with like MMOs, he's an attack. He's like an attacker. He's a DPS. And the idea of like you have DPS, you have healer, and then you have a tank who's supposed to take all the aggro. He would do so much damage that the tanks couldn't keep up with taking aggro. So the boss or whoever was fighting would target Rex, kill him. And my strategy was just do as much damage as I can until they kill Rex, come back up and then just repeat it and just keep doing damage. And I played as the healer in yeah. that in the DLC because I was like, I'm gonna try playing as a different character. Um, Xenoblade 1 was, I think, my favorite out of 1 and 2. Um, I got very attached to, to Shulk, yeah. good boy. Um, but I was like, ah, let me let me try out one of these new characters, and I all, all constantly had to pick up the Rex AI. Did the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he was spamming the crit no. move, he but just he just so much damage. Yeah, he would just get messed up, and yeah. the tanks just could not draw the aggro in time to save him. I just love. <laughs> he just was never alive in not my o- game. <laughs> not only do I like love that type of combat, but if you give me a game that feels like I'm breaking it. That's I love that shit. It's yeah. The same reason I love melee is like I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing, but it's making this game. Well, what I like about the Xenoblade combat is that it's like you said before, you can engage with it as much as you want. Yeah. Like if you want to just kind of like zone out a little bit and like whatever, like yeah. you can just let them fire off auto attacks and just kind of chill. But yeah. you know, if you want to get really involved and like use your skills and your arts mm-hmm. and stuff, you can do that too. Yeah, because there's a lot of like positional arts where it's like mm-hmm. oh this one will break the target but you have to be behind him or you have to be to the side of it or you can just play a tank and just attack straight head on the entire time mm-hmm. or just heal I don't know no. Xenosaga is turn based Xenosaga is turn based and the combat is very similar to um, Xenogears where you have a you only have two attacks so you have like a, a, a ranged and then a, a close up attack but you have AP points that you can save and then do like combos the same way. It's not as robust and it like teaches you how to do it and like has a way of 
where you can learn more arts basically like way quicker than like Xenogears, which was just like experiment. Xeno Freaks. What is Xeno Freaks? Xeno Freaks, that is a PlayStation 2 game that was only released in Japan. It's got this little guy on there's it. Also right? like, there's also like a no, like Nokia phone game. Um, there's like two mobile games. I might be down for some Xeno Saga if it's turn based. Hey, you know what? It looks extremely anime, but Dude, yeah. I think I can handle it. They the, the, the art style is they change it in one and two, or sorry, two and three. They make it less like anime. How many Xeno Saga games are there? Three. 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 That yeah. was another one that got scrapped yeah. in production. He was supposed to tell six stories. Yeah. Then he said, I'll try one more time. Yeah. And he got Xenoblade and it was just lightning in a bottle. Okay. Turns out if you have the best game on uh, a Switch. Yeah. It like as as it, it drops. Playing the game, I'm like, I can't believe the Switch runs this. No, yeah, same. I mean, again, you, can, you can see enemies from really far away. Yeah. Like they, they don't pop in. Yeah. Pokemon could never. Pokemon could never. Hey, you know what? As a Scarlet Violet apologist, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I actually started playing Xeno Saga and I was going to wait to talk about it next week and I still will but if you start playing it it would be good too. I might let me know that's why I was asking PS2 the, yeah that's why I was trying to figure out the PS2 emulator okay and I started playing a little bit of it um, and yeah it's a good ass time already there's a whole bunch of sci-fi mumbo jumbo Okay. You're like, oh, you're great. Going to level 400 of your Templar, temporal load? I don't know if we should do that. I'm just like, yeah. Zeno Gears rules. <laughs> Is there anything you would like to add about the DLC? Xenoblade owns. Mm. I'll, yeah. I'll show for it till the day I die. All I have to say is, look. I'm not crazy. You're not crazy. It's good. And and you have a friend that you uh, yep. brought into the fold, so yep. to speak. Yep. Shout out Jack. Yeah. Yep. He did what I did and marathoned all three games Old back to back. psychopath idea. <laughs> but it was good because it meant I retained a lot of the yeah. information game to game. Yeah. Because when you were going through and playing them, you'd be like, what's up with this? And I'd be like, uh. <laughs> but I love stuff that kind of grapples with like, what, what do we consider like what constitutes a being that we can call god um what constitutes their right to exert control over people i like stuff about death and rebirth um stuff about wife guys stuff about wife guys their Um, their wife forever faded ever even if their wife's at one point like yo can we just end this and they're like no i want to be with you forever Faded uh, meetings and partings. Um, yeah. If anyone likes stuff like that, Xenoblades your game series. It will not feel like you are spending hundreds of hours on it. Nope. I I think I'll give Saga a shot. Hell yeah. And then if that goes well, I might give one a shot. Okay. I don't know yeah. if I can return to two. It was I was I so annoyed. Yeah, okay. that's fair. Can I can I go from one to three? Yeah, I guess. You could. Yeah. Three three has some more what I liked about the DLC since one was my favorite, three base game had a lot more references to two, but it's not like you you need to play two to understand most of them. Um Everyone then, talks in British accent, the other ones too? 
Yeah, they are, it's uh, all the Zeno games. Gear, they're not in Xenosaga. I might have to do them in Japanese then because I can't. Yeah. I can't be listening to that. <laughs> I will say the the voice acting in three is much better. Okay. I played I played three in English, and it was actually just genuinely good. Okay, they don't sound like cartoon characters no. doing no. <laughs> British accents. No, they actually sound. It's cool because they get like they have like different types of accents too. Like the um the cat people are Welsh. Yeah. Um, they sound a little like this. <laughs> You're a driver. <laughs> um, like I forget. There's like there's I like this, some of them are Scottish. Yeah. Some of them have like a Cockney accent. Some of them are just more like classic Brit. It's it's fun. There's Australian Humble. accents. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of fun that they give some variety to instead of just everyone talking like the standard British accent. Um. The Queen's English. The Queen's, Queen's beans. Queen's <sighs> beans. Cool. But it's good. It's worth it. Uh, the DLC has more one references, which I appreciated. I, cr- I cried a lot during the DLC. What are we thinking DLC price-wise? What is it? Full price? It is. You get the full expansion pass. Yeah. I it's forget how much 30? it is by itself. Okay. I don't know how much. I, I don't. You can know. buy them separately. Oh, okay. How many hours of gameplay? For the expansion pass or the 20. DLC? I, pl- I think I got 22. I, ha- but I, I did side quests. I'm a side yeah. quest guy. I did 20 hours of the, the expansion but I got another 10 out of just doing the challenges and getting all the outfits that I talked mm. about last week, I think. I did just the DLC and I got about 22 hours. Okay. 20, Jeez. 30 hours. A lot of side quests, a lot of uh, nostalgia, but it was done in a way that it didn't feel quite like a nostalgia grab. Yeah. Like mm. it, it obviously still was one, <laughs> yeah. but um, it felt like it worked with the story and the way it concludes made it make sense that the characters had to be there from yeah. one and two. It was like a meaningful like nod or reference to something rather than oh my god they put Iron Man at the end of the movie. Yeah. The, is, the payoff of like hundreds of hours of playing these games yeah. is a lot better than like you see a Yoshi egg after the credits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, Sob. Wow. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> a little green man. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, as someone who got Kingdom Hearts 2 on its release date, it was my first pre-ordered game from GameStop. And then waiting like 13 years for 3 yeah. to come out and playing all the games in between, like this the DLC for Xenoblade 3 was ha- and Xenoblade 3 itself was how I wanted to feel playing Kingdom Hearts 3 and I did not Damn. just the emotional payoff was incomparable Kingdom Hearts 3 felt like I was being punished for playing all the games okay, no, no, right. <laughs> that was gonna be me I'm not a fan of Kingdom Hearts that's fine I, wait what <laughs> I, his shoes are too big I, I, they got him for his foams at at my big age, I can't actually like tell people you should play Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. It's like if you did not pick that up as a kid, it's yeah. it's it's gone. Don't do it. <laughs> when did the first Kingdom Hearts come out? Two thousand three. Yeah, four sounds right. And then was two, it a when you were a kid, no, it came or PS, out two thousand one. check. It was PS two. And then Kingdom Hearts 2 came out 2006. Kingdom Hearts 2 is PS3? I'm going to say PS2. Also? Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
Damn. They were making PS2 games for a long time, huh? Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of PS2 games. It's pretty crazy. 2002. Mm. Uh, I got it mixed up because really? it was in March. They're going to put uh, Mickey er- Mouse in a game that soon after 9-11. I, exactly, because <laughs> I was like, uh, I know it was around then because I remember being in fourth grade and having 9-11 happen. I but also, I, remember, I can't hear that. I remember being in fourth grade and bringing the the game guy to school. How is that possible? When, when I was 9/11? in first, no, when I was, I know, I know how that happened. I was in first grade. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I can't hear these things. Were you in college, Bob? No, I wasn't. How were you in fourth grade? You were in I'm, high school. I was in 10th grade. I'm really smart. <laughs> They put, they put you skipped grades because you went to the Montessori school. I saw. I hey, no. Two, two months after 9/11, I saw Fugazi. That's how old I am. <laughs> At U of R for free. That's crazy. That's those are the type of pictures you see from the show, and you're like, oh, oh these are in black and white. <laughs> yes, yeah, before they had color film. Everyone no, at the show just looks like they're... old settlers with these like scary eyes. They all, it's like, before gone. color film was readily available, uh, uh, mass produced. I'm, a, I'm a skeleton. Yeah, I'm a living skeleton. Yeah. Oh boy, Connor, what'd you do? Did you have any groundbreaking, life-changing <sighs> stories in for you? No. All right. <laughs> okay. You see this uh, this game where it looks like the police footage? <laughs> no. What'd you do? Uh, I've been really busy. So I haven't been playing video games, unfortunately, and it's all I want to do. I have so many games I have to play. Like Xenoblade 1? I just have a bunch of games <laughs> in my Steam library I got to play. Uh, but I've been watching some movies because you can do that while you do other stuff. Mm-hmm. I also watched a movie. You go first, though. Uh, last week I watched Reanimator. Yeah. Classic. This week I watched From Beyond. Fucking classic. Yes. I don't know if I've seen From Beyond. The same director. It's horny as hell. Stuart Gordon. Wait. Horny movie. Where can it's I watch fucking it? Fucking horny. Where can I watch it? Tubi. Tubi? Tubi. Yeah. Okay. I'm downloading it right now. Uh it's got commercials, but it's free. <laughs> I don't have time for commercials. Uh I a From Beyond is is another Lovecraft H-Craft, joint that I can fuck Lovecraft, with. Uh joint. Here's the thing, I've been thinking about it a lot. HP yeah? Love Chef. So the from beyond is the the opening scene the pre-credit scene is the whole hp lovecraft short story okay. which one uh from oh, beyond okay uh basically in the short story this dude telling hast uh goes to his friend's apartment who's like been a recluse for a while he's a scientist and he's like i made this thing this machine that uh awakens your pineal gland and allows you to see the things that are around us all the time in this other dimension but that we don't normally see so you just gained insight yeah Yeah. (laughs) uh i mean bloodborne is is very lovecraft uh but basically he turns on this thing and he sees these jellyfish floating through the air and he's like damn that's crazy and then his friend's like there's something else here and it's right over your shoulder, but don't move because it'll see you. Uh, and then he finds out like the maids died and like there's this, these, this like, not the maids. this like creature that kills people. Uh, and then in the end, it's this like 
you know, it, it cuts forward to the police are there and his friend's dead. And you're like, and he talks about having a gun. You're like, oh, he shot his friend. And then you find out, no, he shot the machine and destroyed the machine. And his friend died of like a heart attack or something because the, he saw the creature. Um, he couldn't even comprehend it. Couldn't was died. Yeah. Uh, but that's basically that's all, all, that, I hope I go. all that. All that stuff happens in the opening scene of the movie. Damn. And then the credits, opening credits, and then you got the rest of the movie. Uh, so homeboy from Star Reanimator. Trek. Oh, Jeffrey Combs. Yeah, Star Jeffrey Trek. Combs. <laughs> Jeffrey Combs. Um, P. Diddy Combs should have been gets answer. gets committed to a mental institution because his the professor who made the, he made this machine with uh, is found headless, and they're like. Couldn't be me. How'd you get his? How did you rip his head off or whatever? And they're like, "You're schizophrenic." Uh, and he's like, "I saw these things floating in the air. It was crazy." And so, this uh, hotshot psychiatrist comes to see him, and she's like, "Put him in my custody. Take him back to the house where they did the experiment. Recreate the experiment." So they turn the machine on again, and they see these things, and they get addicted to the machine uh, because apparently awakening your pineal gland also makes you really horny hell yeah and so weird horny like how <laughs> stuff ensues yeah like what <laughs> they get into like bondage bdsm shit <laughs> it's sick it's oh. wild like what it's very much a b movie but it's done really well um and then yeah all, the, all all this crazy stuff happens eventually Mr. Combs' pineal gland explodes out the front of his head, and he starts eating people's brains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets wild. But really cool practical effects. Uh, Big, like, The Thing vibes. Yeah. As far as, like, the the slimy, like, weird monsters and... Like, slimy. It's fun. It's It's a good good B-movie. But the the thing I was thinking about and the thing I realized is... The reason, so I was thinking about, I've been on like a, I'm going to watch all like the Lovecraft movies and the ones that are good are all like eighties. Mm-hmm. And I guess when was mouth of madness? Is that nineties or like, eight? I'm going to say 89. Yeah. It was like late eighties, early nineties. But the reason I think that those are good, the thing, John Carpenter, the thing yes. is very Lovecraft. Into the Mouth of Madness is 1994. Oh, okay. That one's really good, too. That's not a specific Lovecraft story, but it's very Lovecraft. Uh, and then these two movies, the reason they're good, because when you look at Lovecraft stories, there is the, like, cosmic terror and horror aspect of it, the very serious, like, the universe doesn't care about human progress or desire uh, the universe doesn't care about us. Yeah. There are things that control the cosmos that are beyond our comprehension and that are completely indifferent to us. And that is horrifying, yeah. right? That's kind of one of the big themes. But also it's these short stories that went in like weird tales, like these like campy pulp magazines. And so there's that campiness to it. And so I think the movies that, do that genre well are the kind of campy movies. Yeah. 
Yeah. They have the like the horror, the fear, the terror, the scary stuff, but they also lean into the camp. And it's the movies that take it too seriously and try to be too scary and dark and all of that that I think have the pitfalls and aren't as good. And the reason I think that is I have I know I have why. A what's your what's your theory? You're not going to like it. Hcraft H Hcraft Love Man's uh, stories are dumb. That's not a good argument, but okay. It, the argument is, I think the idea of a cosmic terror is too. It's a goofy premise, so taking it too seriously in a film is never going to play as scary. Why is it a goofy premise? What's goofy about it? Because it's not like. It's not like Jaws where it's like, oh, I'm scared of a shark and there is an actual shark. Jaws definitely not goofy at any point. I mean, Jaws is goofy, but I'm saying like... The movie where they couldn't show the shark because it looked too goofy. (laughs) (laughs) So they had to like show it for like two seconds. Like, oh, turn it, turn But you know what I mean though? Like... Well, when you get down to it... You are scared of a shark because it is an extant thing. The cosmic terror thing is silly because it's like... I mean, there's not floating jellyfish that are no, but gonna, the ideas, gonna scare me to the death. ideas that are beneath that. The idea that that human consciousness is this kind of this meaningless thing that we've constructed, right? And that the universe as a whole is indifferent to us, right? Yeah. And the vastness of that is horrifying. Yes. I also right? think that part of what's so scary about Jaws is that it's something you actually can't see. It's there and yeah. it's coming towards you, but you can't, you don't actually see it. Which comes to my point about why if you're going to make a, a, a cosmic horror Lovecraft movie, it has to be a campy aspect is because of that. Because when you write a HP Lovecraft story, you can say, you can say this character looked back and saw something that I can't describe and went insane because their brain couldn't comprehend the thing they were looking at. Right. They can, he uses a lot of like adjectives and adverbs. Yeah. Right. Because he's trying to tentacles out of his face. It's trying to give you the sense that like this thing is so indescribable. Here's a bunch of adjectives that hint at what it is, but I could never describe it to you. But when you have a movie, you have to show something. Yeah. Right. So that's why if you take it seriously and you don't lean into the camp, that's what it I, doesn't that, work. I think we're saying the same thing. Right. But we're, we're not. <laughs> you said but. Because I think the ideas that are in H.P. Lovecraft's stories work really well in other media. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I think they work really well in something like Delta Green because the, enti- the, the things that you're encountering, the fear, first of all, the fear is mechanical. It's, there's a mechanical aspect to it. Yeah, fear. everything You're, you suck, everything you roll, shit. You roll, you, you roll poorly, you lose sanity, and that <laughs> you, affects your gameplay, which your, adds stress. Your friend runs down the block with a bow and arrow to <laughs> use a payphone, even though he argued to get this these bow and arrows, and then he doesn't use them. But the other thing <laughs> is is the is the fact that the the scary stuff is in your head. Yeah, and the things that you can conjure in your mind. Are way scarier than anything you can you can make with practical effects. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. Kind of like how when Nick killed that entire family on their lawn and then killed themselves. <laughs> right. That was cool. 
So I think that's why it works in in non-visual medium better than visual ones because like the visual ones you have to have the campy aspects I think for it to work well. Yeah. But the yes. serious aspects, the actual the scary I mean I think there's the thing when you think about it and you put yourself in those people's shoes is scary, right? Yeah. You're in this you're on this arctic like research station. research station and you realize like oh this thing will wipe out the whole human race we have to like basically burn everything and kill ourselves yeah like that's a horrifying concept right but it's also can't be yeah right and and but in a non-visual medium where it's like well we're gonna sh- you can't you're not showing the monster right it's all in your head then you can be a little more serious and a little less campy with it i think yeah that's my thought. I agree with you, but I also think that the idea of something that is so scary that it makes you go insane from thinking of it or seeing it or whatever, I think that's in my in my humble opinion is uh it was probably cool in 1863 in, in the 1800s or whatever. It was the early 1900s. <laughs> in the 1700s when he really got off the Mayflower and wrote yeah. these books. Um I don't know. I, I it's hard, it's hard to take it the uh, that idea seriously. Well, you don't take anything seriously. This is true. So maybe that maybe it's a me problem. Mm. <laughs> maybe I'm the problem. I won't say anything. I abstain. What's scary to you, Bob? Jaws. Uh, sharks are scary to you. Sharks are scary to me. Going to the doctor. Chunky is scary to me because but why is a shark? He's scary a living to you? doll, and I can't see him twenty four hours a day, and he's gonna pop up with a knife. At why? Some why point. are sharks scary to you? Because they can bite you and hurt you. Because they don't care about rules of they don't care human about your society. Feelings. They don't care about because uh, humans are small and insignificant to them. No, because humans are food to them. Yeah, exactly. What? Do, what do you exactly? Same reason Cthulhu is scary. I except don't think that, Cthulhu's scary. Except he got you te- should read Call of Cthulhu. He got tentacles for face. Is that scary? You should play it's not Sucker th- for Love. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Cthulhu is hot in that yeah. one. <laughs> I, I, it's become such a part of pop culture that like the actual scariness <clears throat> of, of the story, mm-hmm. the implications of the story, the implications that human beings are just a byproduct of some ancient unimaginable war between alien civilizations Mm -hmm. that are slumbering and will someday reawaken and destroy the planet. Uh Uh-huh. Like that's been boiled down to like a octopus face plushie. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. has taken away, I think from the actual scariness. I agree with that. We agree on something. We we agree on something. No, we finally (laughs) agree on something. I don't think so. What movie did you watch, Kelsey? I watched The Whale. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Nope. You didn't like it? Nope. I don't know if I did either. I don't... That director kind of sucks. In what way? Just... Who's the director? Let's get the deets. This is the Brendan Fraser joint? Yeah. Brendan Fraser acted his ass off Oh, he was amazing. He was amazing. Um, I'll say that. I loved him in Tarzan. I don't know the actress who played the nurse Liz I don't know oh yeah she's great she was really good too those were the best moments of the film were them interacting Mm -hmm. um it's a guy who did mother right Darren Aronofsky Aronofsky Aronofsky. he's just a prick and like 
just do you know mothers of the bible do you get it really yeah really yeah no like oh uh, like he's got rib he's got the rib and yeah. then adam and eve and cain and abel and you get the mark on the and oh he did black uh, swan and then she's, too. Yeah. that's and then she keeps breaking her dream people keep breaking the sink that happens in the bible too oh, but it's jesus and he, they rip him apart and yeah. eat him communion yeah uh it's just he what it, did you tell me your feelings on the movie sorry i don't want it's okay um so i will admit like i'm not a movie guy i would probably watch the wedding singer every day and just call that's it, a good movie yeah though. it's a great movie but like that's, that's a great movie i never seen it, it the list of movies it's a way I have movie seen. Than the whale. Oh, absolutely! But the list of movies that I have seen is very, very small. If you ask me if I've seen a movie, the answer is probably no. So it's something I've have been trying. Have you seen try- the whale? Yes. Got one. <laughs> Got one. Good job. Um, but if you ask me another movie, I'll probably say no. Besides the wedding singer. Fuck. John but Wick four. No. <laughs> I meant to say three. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you should know this. Um. So, like, I don't have a solid grasp of, like, oh, this director usually does stuff like this. But I was reading some reviews afterwards just because I was like, I wonder what other people thought of this because I don't know if I liked this. Yeah. And that was pretty much the consensus. Um, But I think that I lost my train of thought with where I was going with this. Um, it seems like his movies are very much like, oh, look at how smart I am doing this thing in this movie. Yeah. And I did feel like that a lot when I was watching it. Um, but Brendan Fraser was amazing. The actress who played Liz was amazing. I don't know her name. I'm trying not to look at my phone during the podcast, so I will not be looking her name up. I'm sorry. No, I don't. I'm a guest. I can't. I, I feel like I shouldn't do that as a guest. It's different. You guys are on are you guys here mad, every are you week. <laughs> you guys are here every week. Are you guys mad at me? Um, but I kind of, I don't know. Knowing, oh, I remember where I was going with this. I learned through those reviews that it was originally a play, which mm-hmm. I think made it make a little more sense why they chose to do some of the things that they did. But also not. Yeah, but also not. Because it's a movie. Because it's, yeah, it's not a play. you didn't have to film play. the whole thing in one room like it yeah. was a play. You yeah, like that. Exactly. Play. No, I don't. <laughs> It Do you was. Not? Oh, go ahead. I thought you were a fan of movies that take place in one place. I like movies where people are stuck in one place. I mean, I guess he's kind of stuck, but like the, it made sense like why it was in one like place. Cube. But I don't know. The they could have done flashbacks. Movie. Yeah, it didn't. Like and they like, kind of do, but they could have yeah. done like full scene flashbacks. Yeah. Like it's a movie. You don't have yeah. to have it all take place. In right. Place. You're not married to one single set. It was also like just, I just felt like it was just like sorrow porn. Yeah. It was just and, like tug on your heartstring sorrow porn. And it was <laughs> like, I search okay. for that. he <laughs> was like too good of a person, I think. Like, I don't know. It kind of went from yeah. like sympathy to just pity. Yeah. Because it yeah. was like, he was like just constantly like, no, you're amazing. Even though his daughter like was doing some things that were not cool she sucked yeah she's she sucked i don't know if like he's like she was helping i'm like i don't know about that you you just (laughs) never loved like yeah you just don't know i mean it's definitely about a relationship that i guess i didn't understand but i don't know i there was like a weird i've 
Like, I know you're supposed to be uncomfortable with the binge eating scene, but I was almost kind of like... <laughs> Ooh, I'm hungry. It was gratuitous. Yeah. Like, there was like a weird voyeurism to it mm -hmm. that I didn't appreciate. Okay, and that's my kind of lane. Honestly. <laughs> Bob, you would love the whale. I was just like, I get why this scene is happening but it went on for a really long time. <laughs> yeah, it was it was like almost slapstick. Yeah. It was just like he like had it the was pizza like, and put bologna on it and like yeah. put mustard on it. It was just like, all right, we get it. Yeah. We get what you're doing, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I I didn't really like it. There were moments I did really enjoy. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to look up her name because I feel like I'm doing this actor such She's a disservice. the menu she's in number five what like can i get a number five no fries <laughs> she's the menu cheeseburger you didn't want fries um i think she's in um hong chow i think is her name what hope i'm saying that right inherent vice i think is she in that i do not know let's see um Nope, don't want more about Liz. She's a really good I don't actor. need to know anything about Liz anymore, actually. <laughs> yeah, no one needs to see the whale. No, it really just. It'll make you feel bad. It's supposed to make you feel bad, and it's it, you're not a better person afterward. Yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't improve your life or anyone's. Life. And I just like I thought that the the very blatant. Um, parallels to Moby Dick it was trying to do were really weak yeah and I he's like fixated on this essay and you find out the end why he's fixated on this essay but it was also like that essay was bad <laughs> <laughs> Sadie Sink is in it yeah she's on our team is she menu which team's that sink or swim team V team circle oh. V oh really yeah. little plan emoji plan which emoji? movie did you ask if she was in is she an inherent vice yes yeah okay Nailed it. I'm um, the movie guy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I I'm like uh, Paul Thomas Anderson films also. <laughs> um, I just like Thomas Pinchon. But yeah, I think those were the best moments of the movies, but the movie, but I don't know. I, I don't know. There's just some choices. I was like, I don't know about this. And I'm not a movie guy. So that, that's not good if I'm asking. This. Yeah. No, you're, I think you're correct. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be on the right side of history. Hmm. <laughs> But I, it was not the the games I played. I preferred <laughs> games can tell stories real good. Yeah, like a Pac Man. He's got to get those dots. But hey, video games have come along. Um, <laughs> what are, I forgot what I was gonna say. Never mind. Are you okay. about news? Unless you had more. No, I'm satiated. Okay. Can I talk about Plague Tale? Yeah. What's I Plague played uh, Plague Tale Innocence. Um, <laughs> Hold on. The only thing I know about Plague Tale is every game that we didn't know what, what it was on on the GeoGuessr Everyone screenshot, would everyone Plague would Tale. guess Plague Tale. <laughs> yeah, that is true. But I have no idea what Plague One Tale actually is. One person would say Plague Tale, and then the next three people It was just me people saying would... Plague Tale. <laughs> yeah, but you, you said Plague Tale like three things at one point. And then it was just like, I remember at one point looking at the screen, it was just Plague Tale. Plague I think Tale. me and Gab just kept <laughs> yeah. saying Plague Tale. Forget what it was. <laughs> well, one of them was a genuine guess for it, and then yeah. the other ones were bits. Yeah. Um, but I was trying to clear some of my PS4 backlog because that's been a glorified TV machine since I moved to Richmond, basically. 
Um, so I cu- played a couple games on there. I liked all of them, I think. Uh, it wasn't many games I played on there. But one of them was Plague Tale Innocence. Um, and I am admittedly not a person who loves cinematic video games. What? I was going to say French people. Yeah, and French people. <laughs> we we hate the French people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this game. Yeah. yeah. I think I have this game. It, yeah. won it was pretty fun. some Game of the Year awards. The rare W for French people. Yeah. It made me forgive the fact that it took place in France. It was pretty good. What's wrong with them? I, I Dude, I hate... Too much. I get... I get there's a YouTube channel I follow that every day since basically it basically gets an out like it, the algorithm takes the highest clips for melee mm-hmm. from Twitch and then just compiles them into a video and then exports it. And I guess there's like a big melee scene in France or in a French speaking country because there's always like three or four clips of people playing melee and speaking French. It makes me so mad. So there's a big difference between French speaking countries yeah. and France. Okay, it's probably people from France. Fuck France. Yeah. Quebecois. No, that's fine. different. Yeah. They're that's fine. totally they're different. Cool. I would know the difference. Haitians. Yeah. That's fine. Is Good New, people. New Guinea, they speak French. I think so. Cameroon, Cameroon, they speak French. Okay. I think this is. But do you know why they speak French in all those places? Yeah. I got a pretty good idea. <laughs> fuck France. Sorry. Go on. No, it's fuck France. Um, hey, they, the, hold on. Their fries are okay. I do like their fries and their baguettes. Oh, you mean freedom fries? Kato? Yeah. <laughs> you guys got to keep going. Us. Yeah, you got to yeah, interrupt. You just, uh, you've, you've listened before. Force I know. Um, it's different. I'm a guest. No, it's not. No, um, it's not. You're basically one of us. <laughs> yeah, you get double. You, get double. <laughs> you can stop me right now and I'll have to Okay, stop. stop. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not really a fan of cinematic video games, truthfully. Um, I prefer things that are just more stylized. Uh, I just think it's more interesting and I don't love this culture of everything having to be an adaptation or a Hollywood character being mapped into a video game. Is that what these are? Not this one. Oh, okay. But it is like a cinematic game. I'm just airing my grievances oh, with okay, them okay, in okay. general. <laughs> I thought you were talking specifically. No, no, no. Okay. Um, but so this is, I don't remember who the developer is, but it Just was pretty it. short. I think it was, I maybe beat it at 11 hours. Perfect. Yeah, it was like the Focus perfect entertainment. Perfect length of time. Um, didn't overstay its welcome. Love that. Um, I am also not a big stealth game person, but I really enjoyed the way they handled the stealth aspects. Um, what is the gameplay of these games? Stealth. Just like action adventure, like yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Like you have your, you play as a French noble girl, and in the beginning of the game, you're oh. out hunting with your dad. You're like accompanying him on a hunting trip, and at the end, your dog. It, there's a dog death in the beginning. Um, your dog. But can like, you pet the dog? I think so. Yeah, you can pet the dog. There you go. Um, but at the end, your dog is like off chasing something and then you hear this like horrific noise come from your dog and you go find your dog and he's like half like in a hole, like being devoured by something. Um, you go back to your no fancy noble castle. You have a brother who's very sickly and you don't really know him because he's kind of confined to his rooms and your mother is taking care of him and you really don't 
know her that well either because she's just constantly with your brother. And you go back, the Inquisition comes while you're like talking to your mom about something. And she's basically like, take your brother and hide. And the Inquisition is looking for your brother. His name is Hugo. I forget what the main character's name is. Um, but so basically the Inquisition kills your family and you have to escape with your brother. The Black Plague begins. That's the plague in the Plague Tale. <laughs> okay. Spoiler. Um, spoiler. Um, but in this one, the rats are like hopped up on plague juice and they're like crazy. They only they only come out at night, but it's like you just get like people just get like swarms of rats, like crawl up them and just devour them. And like it's bubonically. just yeah, bubonically. It's crazy. Um, but so like you're tr you are trying to basically find a cure for your brother throughout the game and as well as some other side things. And so the stealth aspect of it is you're hiding from the Inquisition. You're hiding from people in the towns who think you may be infected. Um, all sorts of stuff. There's like ways that like when you're doing the stealth, you have a like a little slingshot and you can power it up so that the slingshot will actually like kill people with the rock on impact, which is fun. <laughs> um, and then like you learn how to craft different types of um, ammunition for it. And... As you progress through the game, the rats, so the rats only come out at night. They're afraid of fire. They don't like light in any capacity. So you kind of like will manipulate things in the environment to like shine lights where you need to go if it's blocked off by the rats. Or you can shine lights and guide the rats into an enemy and have them be eaten. Mm. So you can kind of control the rats as well. Um, but yeah, I won't I won't go too into it, but basically the rats kind of crazy. Stuff that's up with your brother who like has clearly some like weird powers kind of going on. May or may not be hmm. rat stuff. Uh also kind of crazy, but yeah, it was like a short, sweet didn't overstay its welcome. I don't really like stealth games and I was like this is fun. I kind of need that was the hardest part of The Last of Us for me was the parts where you were hiding from people. Yeah. Because I just always messed it up. And I feel like <laughs> trying to manage inventory during those parts made that really frustrating in The Last of Us. Whereas like in this game, you're just picking up rocks and stuff. <laughs> like just like they're materials that you find so that you can craft things. So you're kind of like, you don't have to worry as much about running out of stuff you may need, and you have a lot of different options for how you want to get past someone or kill them. Um, but they'll also have like things set up so you can see like what the game is clearly like. This is like the optimal way to do it, but you don't necessarily have to. There's freedom in it. But I need the guidance because I'm like I don't know what I'm doing. So they're like, you want to throw this rock in this like can of art, this like storage thing of armor, and then draw their attention and run by. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> but like you know, you can you can kind of take whatever approach works best. But by the end of the game, they're they're pretty clearly like, yeah, you should just have the rats eat everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but it was fun. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. I will play the second one. I just haven't gotten to it mm. yet. But it was a very cohesive story for how short it was and it just being what it was. I liked it. I recommend it. Um, I had a good time. 
which I really didn't think I was going to. It'd been sitting in my library for like five years. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a, a one of the free games on Epic a while ago because it's. Mm. I think it's in my library too. Yeah, I don't. I never would have bought it. <laughs> yeah. So I got it like on sale or something, and then I think the second game's on game. I don't know if it still is, but it was on Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. So I'm probably gonna play it on Game Pass, but I really liked it. People don't have sickly little brothers like they used to. Yeah, they really Back don't. Back in the day, everyone has sickly little brother. Yeah. It just and doesn't happen anymore. The Victorians perfected it. Yeah. But there's like, they do like a Not little cool, cool lore thing with like what's up with him. You find out your mom's an alchemist. She was trying to find a cure for his freak little condition. Um, so sad that she couldn't stop drinking. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, he just like, I mean, it's not really a spoiler. You kind of assume it's going to happen, but like he can control the rats <gasps> and like part of the reason the rats are like so freaky and like souped up on plague juice is because like of his condition. Damn. So it's, it's fun. I really liked it. I was, I liked playing it with all my lights off and then just like the backlight on my TV. It really made me feel like I was a little Victorian child in the plague. <laughs> it made me feel like I was a little rat. <laughs> like I was a little around. rat. That's how I feel most days. Scurrying around. Say cheese. But they did a good job because I was kind of like, I'm not, I'm not going to be stressed out seeing some rats. Like, whatever. That's just funny. Like, hurricane of rats yeah. coming towards you and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to mm. die. I'm scared. Rats are scary. Walked through an alley one time and, and then... Uh, streetlight came on i realized that the alley was full of rats yeah like hundreds of them That's, you basically played the game and they're like they're like small cats they're yeah. not they're big yeah and i was like i need to get out of here <laughs> this is their turf yeah i mean this you, is their alley you basically played the game then. <laughs> yeah it was good i forgive the characters for being french you heard it here first damn Famous French apologist. Famous Kelsey. French apologist. Me. How do you say? How do you say sorry in French? <sighs> I don't want to even hear that language. <laughs> 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 Sounds funny. Something like that. Fucking dumbass French people. <laughs> Alienating all of our French listeners. Thank God. Sacre bleu. What the hell? Is they are talking about me on this podcast? If you speak French and don't live in France, you're chill. No, you need to have learned a different language. So go back in time and it's not your fault. smack some sense into yourself. You were probably in class like, uh, je m'appelle uh, Jacob or whatever. You had to pick a French name or some bullshit. No, I'm saying if if like you live in one of these countries oh, yeah, that was yeah. colonized by yeah. the the, the shitty cool. French, yeah, and you were forced at gunpoint to learn French. Yeah. You're okay with me, yeah. Not learning French by choice, yeah. Mm. And that's different. <laughs> Speaking of French people, do you guys want to talk about news? Okay. Yeah, okay. Some French news. No, uh, yeah, we're nuking them tomorrow. Remember when everyone hated the French uh, around 9/11? Speaking of 9/11, so this is a game <laughs> called. Uh, was it called? It's called body cam. Unrecorded. Unrecord. Unrecord. It's called turn your body cam off. And uh, yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> um, this is one dude's game that he's been making. Uh, that looks way too realistic. Um, and I think it's because they just uh, whoever this dude is, he did a really good job of making it look like 
he got the movement down for what it looks like to be a, a, a GoPro on someone's body. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, the reason that all the shots are in this like area is because it is a place apparently that I heard is like an abandoned place by his house or something like that that he meticulously like mapped out and stuff oh, like that. Okay. And Interesting. apparently, and that's why the the sh- the like lighting and stuff looks so good mm. because. He's just modeled one specific thing that actually exists. Exactly. Okay, and and okay. the only way it, it can look this good is if um he does that and then uh the day the time of day never changes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cuz I was going to say cuz it does look really good until it doesn't. Like yeah. when you yeah. see the the after he shoots someone and he walks past their body, yeah. it's very much like unreal engine asset yeah. 0023 dead body. Yeah. Yep. Uh, they do, they do do a really good job of hiding a lot of stuff just because of the like blurred face. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyone who's not seen this and the video, shaky camera can really probably hide a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, it does a lot of the heavy lifting. Um, this was built on the newest Unreal Engine. Right? I think so. But when he gets close to a wall, look at the texture on the wall, and it's like completely flat. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, on four. On four Unfortunately, also, um, from what I, I think I heard is that it, it, the game centers around being a, a cop. It, going I, yeah, it's copaganda. Yeah. Sucks super bad. Uh, so does it only take place in this one building? I think from what he's done, yeah. Because it's just one dude who's been doing yeah. this, apparently. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, someone's going to ha- fucking hand him a job and say... I, maybe, yeah. Make something. Make yeah. A thing. And that someone is uh, the United States government. Yeah, probably. (laughs) They say our numbers are down. We mm -hmm. need you to help us recruit. I don't think I like the graphics. I don't. I don't want to play something that looks like real life. That's kind of where I'm at. I would only play this as a novelty. Yeah. Right. Like just to be like, yeah, this is crazy. Yeah. Uh, I'll play it, but I'm not gonna like it. No. And I don't want to pay for it. It's crazy because like. He could not even be holding a gun, but as soon as you have that point of reference, it's so like ingrained in society, for lack of a better term, that like you see this shot from this angle, it's like, all right, here's bad stuff that's about to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a tragedy that I'm about to watch. Yeah. And now just being like a video game, I'm just like, it doesn't feel good. No. no. I'm just like, ah. I don't know. I wish you did anything else with your time. Or it, did anything else with this this game. Yeah. Your efforts. Like you're going into could a have done print anything with this. It could have the been Chris Dorner simulator. It, no, it could have been like a cool like uh or you, you play as an urban like an urban explorer who has a YouTube channel. Yeah. And they have a GoPro and they go into this abandoned place and then scary stuff starts happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. That would be a perfect use for this. This would actually and instead be of using better. a gun, it's just literally survival horror. Yeah. You have a flashlight that you move around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have, you know, maybe at one point, mid to late game, you find a gun with three bullets in it. Yeah. And that's all you get. You know, like Dude, Connor. Stop saying this out loud. You can sell this. <laughs> you should have this guy. Bob, cut this out of the episode because Connor's <laughs> gonna sell it. I don't know. You could have done so much cooler stuff with this than uh, you're playing as a, a cop wearing a body cam. Mowing also, down civilians. I'm going to have to suspend my disbelief because he definitely would have turned that 
body. Well, I guess the other people had guns. No, so I was going to say he might keep those. the joke I was thinking of is like, oh, in this section, you have to play everything in black because uh, he put tape over the yeah. body cam. Uh, do you guys Let's see this? Fucking Armor yes, Core dude. 6? Yes, dude. Yes. I saw the, the first trailer. I haven't seen this one. This is a new one that just dropped. Uh, I think they got a release date too. August, right? Or G- I heard people are speculating that because <sighs> Miyazaki said, or FromSoft said something along the lines of, we learned a lot from the other games we've made and we want to incorporate some of that stuff into this. So they're like, it's going to be Souls-like. Yeah. It's going to be Souls-like. I think it's just going to be an open world game, if yeah. anything. Yeah. Probably. Because they did that so well. Yeah. And I don't think they would make this game. Oh, they're talking about cinders and fire again. <laughs> I hope the I hope the uh the combat feels a little better than previous armored yeah. core games. It's, it's cumbersome. It, this uh, looks it's crazy. not fun to play. I've never played or really heard of any of them. You until see how they slide around like that? Yeah. yeah. That makes it makes it very awkward to play the combat just because like normally in that kind of third person view you expect it to handle in a certain way i just hope patches is in this one (laughs) that'd be cool he's in a mech and he kicks you down there's an armored core with patches in it i believe it well probably day one yeah (laughs) okay I better be able to get a moon moonlight great sword in this. I saw I saw a screenshot that looks like uh, one of the mechs is holding it. So so sick. Looks dope. I like robots. I mean, me too. I like robots a lot more than uh, knights me? and horses. So hopefully, this will yeah. be the, a FromSoft game that I like. I mean, a mech's basically just a horse if you think about it. I'm not gonna think about it that way. Or horse mecha. No. <laughs> They're bio, if anything. Bio mecha? Yeah. I can see a, a Moonlight Greatsword being like a big-ass beam sword. I mean, they call engines horsepower, so whenever you drive a car in a video game, it's like you're riding a bunch of horses. I think about that a it's lot. Like, it's like even more horses than just one. I think about that, and I also think about the one time I was at Books a Million playing Pokemon the trading card game competitively. That someone said HP was horsepower. And I said, that's an odd thing. That can't be right. <laughs> that was it's cool that it's it's getting a release date like yeah. that. Yeah. August twenty fifth. Mark your calendars, nerds. And it's coming out on PS4. Is it really? Yeah. It's gonna that it's rules. gonna run really it's gonna well. run awesome on PS4. <laughs> um the other two bits of news that I have are Cadence of Hyrule is uh, now available for that Nintendo Switch Online free-to-play for, you know how they've been doing those trials for games? <clears throat> mm-hmm. But they're always nothing I'm interested in, so I don't feel like talking about them. Apparently now, uh, from the first, which is today to the seventh, that's um a week, you're going to be able to be... Six days? That, for the week, you're going to be able to play... Um, Cadence of Hyrule, as long as you have a membership with the uh, Nintendo Switch Online. Uh, it says, oddly enough, you can download and try the full Cadence of Hyrule, Crypt of the Necrodancer. Dancer. So I guess you can just download it, and if you complete it fast enough, you can just beat the game. Okay. Huh. 
And Cadence of Hyrule, for those who don't know, or it's from the makers that did the uh, what was it called? Crypt of the Necrodancer. Yeah, that one. The like rhythm game. Rhythm game, but oh yeah, it's, it 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 looks it plays it feels a lot like an overhead like Zelda game. Yeah, uh, but you do everything to the rhythm yep. of the songs. I've I hopefully will have make time to like try this out because I've wanted to play this game forever and just have never got around to it. Um, but now that I'm on rhythm game mode, that seems extra fun. The last bit of news is something that I just find really funny. Kai Blue Kelly or yeah, uh, Caillou Blue Kelly drafted for the Baltimore Ravens said he's. This sounds crazy. <laughs> this sounds crazy as I'm leading with this. Says that he's signed a deal with Microsoft uh, for a new game, which is also uh, has movie based on the game described as SEAL Team Six that travels back in time to stop people from trying to change historic events. Are you Hold okay? On. Hold on. <laughs> this is a video that uh, Warrior sixty four posted. Says an NFL and after. And the video game. What's the sorry? What's what is the game or, or movie or at least what's it based in? Uh, I can't I can't talk too much about the movie, but the video game is if you can think of a like a SEAL Team Six that travels back in time to stop people from trying to change historic events. So let's say somebody trying to redirect. Uh, I'm saying too much, but yeah, that's the. That's, uh, that's he the came up with this. Hold on, I guess I don't understand what a football player has to do with this. <laughs> I don't this. know either. He's in the game. I have no clue. He's it's just directing says, the game. Says that he signed a deal with Microsoft for a new game. What does that mean? But is he's he gonna like, voice? He's, he's a talking. He's talking about as, as you saw on, on the on the video. He looks over that like someone's like in the room with him, being like, like, "Stop!" And he's stop, like, "Oh, I'm stop, saying too stop. much." Bill Gates. <laughs> Bill Gates is uh, holding a gun. I just gotta know what this is. Just, just going, shaking his head. That uh, sounds cool. I like. Uh, it sounds like. It sounds uh, like it makes a lot of sense. Having a yeah. stroke and just saying words. I know. That's why I can't wait for whatever this if, is. If if you have time travel, then it just seems like the the whole premise of the. If you were a football player is, and you had time travel. Who would you send SEAL well, Team Six back in time to kill? No, I think I think other people are going to the past and they're sending SEAL Team Six to go back in to and back. stop them from fucking with the past. But yeah. I'm saying, isn't it like a, a like time travel canon that if you go back in time, it's it changes. It's like a, a multi universe kind of thing where it splits the timeline. It splits the know. timeline. So like, why would it matter? We haven't done it yet, so we're not really sure. I can think anything could happen. Okay. What did I? I sent you something this week that you said I meant to put that in news last week. It was the magic card stuff. Do you want to talk about that with the Pinkertons? Oh, holy shit! Yeah, you want to talk about that? Uh, so a YouTuber got accidentally, <coughs> uh, you know, Wizards of the Coast will send people who review magic stuff on YouTube mm-hmm. free things to review, right? Uh, they accidentally sent this person, this YouTuber, cards that weren't released yet. Uh, and then they hired the Pinkertons. Pinkerton Detective Agency. Pinkerton Detective Agency, the bad guys from Red Dead Redemption <laughs> 2. Are they actually? 
They're yeah, they're yeah, in the bad crazy. too. Uh, there's a crazy history with yeah. the Pinkertons. They're they're not allowed to work for the U.S. government. There's a law against it because they're so fucked. That makes sense. Uh, but Hasbro, Hasbro hired them. Hasbro's not the U.S. government. Hired yet. the Pinkertons to go to this YouTuber's house and at gunpoint force them to give the cards back. Yeah, and these are pl- these are. These are it's a card game. These are pieces of paper. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. Stranger. Yeah. Uh, crazy. It, they weren't. He didn't have anyone hostage or anything. It was just he just had some cards. So that Get they sent fun him cards. Yeah, that they that, sent as an accident. So it was their by fault. Accident. Yes. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. It's so crazy that you can just. I don't. I guess legal would be a, a gray area, but you can just hire someone to show up at someone's house money, and and with guns legal. That's so for wild. You. So that's fun. Could have just asked the YouTuber nicely not to <laughs> talk about them. <laughs> I mean, take yeah. down the video maybe. <laughs> or or threaten his family. Yeah. <laughs> his dog, his wife, and his child, I think, take were the car yeah, at I the house. I, I when think the they... men in, with guns showed up and said, give us the the make believe cards back yeah. or we'll kill you. The good thing is is that they're sending him the the cards that he ordered like maybe some little extras from what I heard as like a <laughs> also so. would it be the worst God. worst thing in the world for them to for, if it was leaked like that's only a positive thing for for magic right <sighs> like breaking street date on magic cards like no one else can go buy them like. What 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 harm is there? So, what happens is, Wizards of the Coast releases uh, periodically releases like upcoming sets. Yeah, they'll release a certain number of cards to the public on the internet to be like these are some cards that are coming out, and that changes the meta of competitive magic because people say oh this card is going to drastically change how this style of play works from now on. And there's a bunch of money in speculative buying. But, but Hasbro for, doesn't for cards owns the spec, the third party markets. No, but they have a, I think they there's a bit, they have a big part of like the tournaments that go on. Um, but I'm saying, how would this be bad and, for Hasbro? Because it seems like it would, it would the information's not getting out on their terms, and it's not the specific cards that they want people to know about at certain points in time. I'm sure they have tons of like focus groups and meetings to decide like when they should release certain okay. information, certain information about certain cards at okay. what time. I, it all has to do with, yeah, I don't know. Okay, I think the short answer though is it wouldn't matter. <laughs> it wouldn't make a huge difference I think really. it's the same thing as like people as we might have talked about oh yeah uh, people releasing uh, the Breath of the Wild like I saw someone I saw an article I did take but someone was selling um, Breath of the Wild or not Breath of the Wild but Tears of the Kingdom on Macari yeah like got it early or like probably works at a warehouse and then just opened it up and sold one <laughs> Only for like $30 more. It was only like $100. <laughs> and then the next one they listed was like $300 or $200, yeah. something like that. I know like people on some discords are saying like, please don't stream. If you get if you get a leaked copy of this, please don't stream it on this discord. 
yeah. or, or post links to it because we don't want to go toe to toe with Nintendo. Yeah. Like action buttons, discord, like specific, like Tim himself, like posted and was like, please do not stream tears of the kingdom before it comes out. I don't want to deal with Nintendo. <laughs> okay. Interesting that Nintendo could access private discord servers and nintendo could break i mean there's so arm. many people in that discord i'm sure nintendo is like has somebody they who, have a mole yeah oh, <laughs> who is it on the flock discord who are you out yourself right now <sighs> it's miyamoto with, a, with some anime avatar <laughs> um kelsey i know you have something yeah did y'all see they're making an animated vampire survivors Show? Whoa! I yeah. did not. It's oh, funny because what's it gonna be about? Hold on a second, though. <laughs> That's on their uh, Steam page. What is the animated thing gonna be on? Because they don't say. Okay, because Netflix did the Castlevania show already. Yeah. Yeah. Would it be just a lot of the Castlevania characters in a different setting? That's what <laughs> I'm wondering. <laughs> okay. There's not really like a. St- story story i guess i mean with like, there's not the, even a, a story one time story yeah well with all of the isn't there an opening cinematic or something nope th- they oh. might have done one now okay with with their like 2.0 update or whatever they did with the new engine but i feel like since then they've added so much new stuff that there is it seems like there is kind of like some sort of like lore to the game now interesting you know i think that's true because i heard someone talk about how it has this insane intro or it has like crazy art and then you go actually play the game after you watch that intro and it's just like <laughs> like that's the same like yeah startup and shit yeah i mean the lack of story was kind of why i didn't play it so <laughs> here's here's my pitch they do whatever you want with the entire episode but at the very end uh some dude just comes in and just kills you really yeah. Quick. Yeah. <laughs> after 30 minutes every episode ends with the reaper coming yeah in and exactly killing everyone. and they're like we finally did it now we just and it just like comes out of nowhere like really quickly and just murders you i guess there's so many playable characters they could all have like little storylines yeah. that they could explore in a tv show that'd be fun be the bone guy the little dog they are partnering with a company called story kitchen their team includes what are they cooking though the writer slash creator of John Wick and the guy who produced the Sonic films. Hold on. The guy who produced the Sonic films is also John Wick. Famously good story line. (laughs) Sonic. I watched John Wick for the story. Yeah. I really like when he puts the coin down. I I really like when he says, yeah. 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 Neil, Neil Moritz. This is someone named Dimitri. Okay. Never mind. Dimitri I, I, M. Johnson. I had just looked up Neil Moritz for some reason because he worked on something that I watched. Oh, the Stone Age. <laughs> he worked on the Stone Age. Uh, this is the same company doing the Tomb Raider and Splinter Cell shows. Anyone watch those? Is Splinter Cell Tom Clancy? Yep. Yeah. I think they're still working yeah. on them. It says they're in oh. production. Uh, games that are still relevant today. Yeah. <laughs> Tomb Raider and Splinter Cell. People want a Splinter Cell, but they're like, no. If you're working on those. I mean, Splinter Cell's a fun game. Yeah, they're sick. And but that's why just... people want them, but. Congrats on getting a paycheck if you're working on these things, but yeah. there's 100%. no way they're going to be good. That's all I have for news. What about you guys? Uh, this just in. 
Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson commits suicide. Routine traffic stop. Reached for the officer's service weapon. God, I wish. The officer congratulated him and gave him the gun. Let him keep it. He said, will you sign my gun for me? You see that video? Never mind. I can't. I just watched too much YouTube. Yeah, me too. The video of the guy confronting Tucker Carlson. Never mind. I don't want to get What's too political. What's the point? You're, you're confronting a person who is incapable of feeling shame. He confronts him for... He's fly fishing in one of those little lakes in Central Park. And the guy comes up to him and is like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm fishing. He's like... It's like, what do you have to say about how they took the beloved Dick Vane out of the Snickers bar? No, he didn't He didn't say anything fun like that. He was just like, why are you fishing here? And he's like, oh, it's just a fun pastime. And he's like, why are you filming me? And the guy's like, oh, it's, we're in public. I can film me. He's like, okay. And he just like keeps talking to him and just has like a normal conversation with him. It's, I hate that I watch this much YouTube where I just see stuff like this. Yeah, you you could you hate be getting see, you like, hate sleep. What is your algorithm like on Dude. on your homepage? <sighs> Take a look. That reminds me. It's of- like an episode of Hoarders. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, well, my algorithm is pretty regular for my interests. It's a lot of. Uh, building thing building little model okay out of like trash okay like <laughs> like this little robot like guy built ra- out of like a chapstick a, like what a raccoon yeah. would do maybe okay a i lot mean of, that's fun i just bicycle YouTube's just stuff. not for me um i think there's a lot of value you can you could learn many cool things on youtube i just don't want to yeah you'd be really good at guessing games from a screenshot and that it's mostly yeah. my shorts my youtube shorts algorithm is crucial where, skill i need <laughs> to guess video games from screenshots where my, I know a couple. my shit diverges this is true can't can't say i didn't contribute <sighs> i said that's yakuza zero vending machine yeah, and everyone really went no it's not i went yes it is i took your word do we have any uh no listener engagement this week no emails but we do have an email and we all know that connor reads the emails that's the email and there's a follow-up i haven't read it i only skimmed through it the it's okay. it's title a it's a big word technical issue the author is austin stallings getting even deeper into the Witcher franchise and started the books. Allegedly, the games take place after all eight books. I'm halfway through Blood of Elves and I've played through all of Witcher 3. I want to play the first two games while I'm reading the series, but playing Witcher 1 and 2 is proving challenging. Yeah, I hear those games are, yeah. are don't hold up well. Um, I got an external hard drive to make sure I had enough GB to download the game on the Apple App Store. Both 1 and 2 are available on the App Store. Uh, the App Store says, quote, supported on this computer or some version of that. Uh, when I go to download the game, I go to start it up and it says, game failed to initialize. Yeah. I'm not the most tech savvy person in the world, but is there a portal or an dot exe i could potentially try to play it through otherwise i don't want to buy a whole xbox 360 just to play one game which are two any ideas on how to get around this update second email i somehow figured it out i used this cd project red operated site to, to download the game directly not using the apple store and got which are one far more worried about one than two. I feel like two will be easier to get as it's newer. 
The gameplay is pretty poorly by design, not just like frame right. The combat is dumb, smiley face, but I'm just playing for the story. Wild how these two games haven't been ported with recent Netflix series going into its third season. I thought it wasn't. I thought they bailed on it. Are they still doing Witcher? I have no clue. Netflix? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought they bailed. Cool. Thanks for the email, Ace. Thank you, Ace, and I'm happy you figured it out. Probably got through good old games. Uh, I think I got those games on Super Sale on Steam at one point. Never played them. No, I probably play won't. They're, uh, Maybe play Witcher three. Witcher season three comes out in June. There okay. you go. Damn. This That's June? Cool. Yeah, I thought they've. I thought they pulled the plug on Witcher. Is this the season where Henry Cavill left? Or did they? That's what it was. Does he play the Witcher? Yes. I heard the Polish. He plays John show. Witcher. The, there's a Polish version of the show. Yeah, it looks really bad. I heard it's better. Oh. I heard it's, it's gooder. Liam Hemsworth is going to replace Ew. Cavill. <laughs> Ew. Liam Hem- Who's that? Liam Hemsworth played Captain America? Oof. No. No? No. That's Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Who am I thinking of? Who's Liam Hemsworth? I thought he played Superman, but that's that's the other one. That's the guy who played. The Liam Hemsworth Witcher. is Australian, first of all. He's uh, the brother of the guy who so played Thor. He's in Hunger Games. What's wrong with Australians? That's another sick country. I think Australians are fine. Yeah. Kelsey, it's, what do you think? I like it over there. They're better They're than funny. the French for damn sure. Yeah. They're better than the French. They just kind of don't give a shit. <laughs> I heard they're pretty racist that as, is, a, as a that whole, is, as a country. That is true. That's no. true. Not that all Australians are racist, but... They said, we're just going to have a in, day of apology. In the same way that uh, America is a pretty racist country. Australia is also no. insane about their video game stuff. Yeah, they are. What do you mean? Like... Banning games yeah, and stuff they like that. Be, like they hate video game violence. They hate video game. Uh, Interesting. Like any like M rated games are just like shit hard to find. No, none nor, of that. Nor, nor. don't want a. It was being Robert. interesting being there during the um the 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 presidential. You've been lead up. Yeah, I studied abroad there for Whoa. five months. Who was you? What'd you study? <laughs> Surfing. <laughs> Surfing. Where were you in Melbourne? I was in Sydney. Who was she? I hear people don't like Sydney. I loved Sydney. I heard Perth is nice. I didn't get to go to that side. That's the mm. opposite side. Mm. Um, but I went to Melbourne. I was there in Melbourne for a couple of days because that's where we flew in. Um, but yeah, it was nice. I just didn't get to spend enough time in Melbourne to know. I was pretty much in Sydney the whole time. Okay. And Tasmania. Tasmania was awesome. That's actually probably the cooler place. Any devils? I did see some in in captivity. It was at a wildlife rescue. Did you liberate them? I wanted to. They were they were rescued. It was like a sanctuary, oh, okay. so that's, it was okay. That's fine. But they were like devils in sanctuary. They let you pet the baby wombat because they were like oh. he doesn't know that he can't be scared of you yet, so he won't attack you. He's scared of you, so it's okay. And they went the Tasmanian devils. They don't give a shit about you. <laughs> They'll just bite your hand. Did you take a koala picture? I did. Yes. Yeah, I did. Yes. Um, she was a baby. Her name was Violet. I can find it. Koala. Her name was Violence. Violet. <laughs> this but is also, my this is my pet koala. She, Violence. Uh, I was the last out of the group I was with to hold her, and she was definitely very over it by then. But she was really cute. She felt like a cloud. 
I feel like a cloud would feel, but she mm. also just smelled like eucalyptus. <gasps> she was really cute. Damn. It was really fun. Um, but it was interesting because I was there in 2015. So it was like as the election was ramping up with mm. uh, Trump running and they were all like, like, you know, just being like, how's it feel? I have like Donald Trump be running for president. I was like, hang on, hang on, hang on. Like, let's look at what y'all are doing over yeah. here. Too. Yeah, they don't have some great stuff. No, yeah. they have some pretty bad stuff. But yeah, here's me with the koala. Oh, wow. so baby me. That's awesome. Oh, hey, baby. Oh, it's koala there. I think I would have stayed, stayed in college longer if I knew you could study abroad. Koala. <laughs> Well, I went to um, the school I went to was like is like a big study abroad school. Like that was their thing. So mm -hmm. I what took was her advantage. Name? What? what was her name? <laughs> the broad you studied. Australia and Japan. That's crazy first name. <laughs> this is my daughter, Australia. <laughs> yes, I'm Mr. Japan. Nice <laughs> to meet you. That's it. Okay. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Thank uh, so Kelsey, much. thanks for being on. Do you want to Thank plug you. anything? Thanks for having Kelsey. me. Nah. Okay. Not even your world famous Twitch stream. Uh, Sincerity, C I N S E R I. Watch their stream. Follow. I, uh, Follow their stream. Link will be in the when description. When will I be on again? Who knows? Hey. Well, you'll know <laughs> if yeah. you hit that follow yeah, button. If you hit yeah. that follow button, you'll find out. Uh, if you like our show, please subscribe. To, uh, please tell a friend. Please sign up for the Patreon. It's three dollars a month. It's like a three dollars is. It's like a, a, a fry. It's, it's not it's even a, a cheeseburger. Fifth. It's Stop a fifth of what you would pay for uh, YouTube Premium. Yeah, honestly. A fifth. Yeah. And if you um, don't subscribe to the Patreon, subscribe to my Twitch channel. Yeah. I probably will never stream, but I will say I'm going to stream all the time. Follow or uh, follow or, or subscribe Twitch. to me in my Twitch channel. <laughs> I'm not affiliate yet, so you can't subscribe to me, but follow me and yeah. maybe one day I will be affiliate. And if you don't do any of these things, you should play Xenoblade Chronicles. Yes. Uh, leave us a voicemail. If nothing else. 804-286-0626. Uh, send us an email. Leave us a review. Do something. I don't know. Do something Get on our Discord. Yeah. Send you, us a letter. Be the, the mail. change you want to see in this podcast. And I, that doesn't mean bring a gun here. at gmail.com. Yep. The I will podcast. say I did leave a review once and Dewey couldn't find it. Because it was on Spotify. Yeah, Spotify asked me what I thought. It asked me, what, yeah. do you, what do you think of this podcast? Interesting. So I answered. And do it on it iTunes. And Q&A. I don't have... I don't Not know. you. Just <laughs> Don't worry. I, I tried It's okay. You didn't, I just, all I wrote was six. I don't have iTunes on my Google Pixel. Okay. Thank you so much. I'm Dewey. Bobby. Kelsey. Thanks. Thanks for flying with us. <laughs>